So here we are. We're here recording outside my 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 old stomping grounds of 2016. Uh, we're outside of Starbucks. I'm joined with uh, Carlitos. Carlitos Irizari. Irizari. We're outside your yacht. <laughs> outside my yacht, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got a couple people around us. We got some Sipping some bottles, some, you know. Yeah. On the <laughs> in the club and shit. On that Chardonnay, bro. But um. So I wanted to tell you this fucking crazy dream that I fucking had. Mm-hmm. So, so for context, I was telling you this earlier that I started taking, I'm taking this pre-workout, but this pre-workout that I'm taking also has supplements in it. And the supplements are uh, pneumotropic. They're for cognitive function and like, you know, helps brain development and all this other bullshit, supposedly. Mm-hmm. I just got it because I wanted to get a, a good pre-workout. So I've been taking it and my brother told me about it. He's like, oh yeah, dude, like pneumotropics, like fucking give you these gnarly ass wow. dreams and i'm like really he's like yeah so start like tell me when they, when they starts happening for you so maybe like i'm already like maybe a month in taking this fucking supplement mm-hmm. and dude they're fucking crazy i told you one of them already but the yeah. one i just had recently really like stuck with me i just had it today earlier um so the way it started was that i woke up at a in a restaurant like i was i, I was asleep at a restaurant and i and i woke up and I was super, like, confused and dis- disoriented. I didn't know where the fuck I was. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I have my keys. Okay, like, okay, I think I know where I'm at. And I was thinking that I was, like, at one of these restaurants nearby right here. Mm-hmm. I'm okay, like, I'm in this area. Starbucks is right over here. Like, it was already starting to rain. So I was like, okay, it's getting dark. I have to go home. So I get in my car and I start driving. And I'm super disorganized. And, like, I can't fucking figure out how to get out of here. And I'm like, you know what? I actually kind of want to get Starbucks so I can just kind of wake up. So then I'm trying to get in the fucking drive-thru through Starbucks, but there's cones. And I'm looking around like, what the fuck? This doesn't look like the drive-thru. And I'm seeing that there's cones in other places and there's these like screens for, with parking spots where you can order stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I realized like, wait, I'm not at Starbucks. I'm like at this fucking Stars restaurant, like the drive-in restaurant, like a Sonic kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I'm like, where the fuck am I? Like, how the fuck? And then I'm looking around, confused, not knowing where the fuck I am. And I realize, I'm like, holy shit, dude, I'm like on this other side of town. Like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, I have to go home. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I can know how to fucking get out of here. But this entire time, even when I had woken up, I had this, like, eerie feeling that, like, someone was following me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, super confused. And I look in my, my rearview mirror in my car, and there's a car behind me. It's starting to rain a lot harder now, and I could just see the headlights. It's getting, like, dark. And I'm like, okay, let me get the fuck out of here. So then I'm just, like, getting out into the roads, and I'm just trying to, like, figure out where the fuck exactly I am. And I can't find my way back home, but this entire time, this fucking person's following me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who is this person? Why is this person, like, following me? And in my, in my like, you know, disorganized brain, I'm thinking, okay, I gotta, get, I gotta lose my car. I gotta get a smaller vehicle to try to escape this fucking person. <laughs> yeah. So then I find, like, those bird scooters... And I like I grab all my belongings, I attach it to this bird scooter, and I start like driving on this scooter in the rain. And I'm like going through streets into like neighborhoods, into alleyways and shit, trying to like ditch this guy. And this guy's still following me. He gets on his own scooter and he's following me. And I can see the light from the scooter. And I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's like literally legitimately like chasing me. And I'm getting so confused and I'm getting so lost. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is this happening? Like, who is this guy? I don't even know where I'm at. And then finally, I get into these like alleyway that leads me into this like suburb neighborhood and all their backyards are open. 
mm-hmm. and as I'm driving, like we're riding through these backyards, like the, the backyards getting narrower and narrower, like they're getting smaller backyards, mm-hmm. and it becoming into like I'm basically on these people like patios, like in their yeah. back patios. I'm just driving on like and crossing houses, and I'm like still trying to figure it out. I like I circle back like a few times, and I keep bumping into these kids, and these kids are. It looks like they're like a young couple. And they're hanging out late at night and they're like goofing around and they're joking with each other and it's you can tell from like their body language that you know they're on the verge of dating if not already dating and i'm like what the fuck like why are these kids out right now and it's fucking raining and then i'm like okay like i haven't seen the guy in a while my scooter starts to die and like it's running out of battery or something and it's slowing down finally i'm like a few houses away from like these kids and my scooter completely dies and i'm like what the fuck how like, long is this nightmare, bro? What dude, like, it, it felt like hours, honestly. <laughs> like, this guy's been chasing me for hours in this nightmare. Yeah. So, I'm there, and it finally dies. I move all my belongings outside to, like, the side so it doesn't get rained on. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, okay, what the fuck do I do now? And then out of nowhere, I see the scooter light, like, bump, like leading up to me. And this entire time, I haven't said a word in my dream. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking a lot, but I haven't said anything out loud. And then the guy gets to me, and for some reason, I can only see up to his mouth. Like, I see his neck and yeah. his mouth. And he, he's, like, he's dark-skinned. He looks maybe Indian from, like, the skin tone that I'm mm-hmm. seeing. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And I can't see his I can't see his face until he grabs my, my face with both his hands. And he, like, forces my vision to go up to him to see his face. And I see his face. And the first thing he does is make fun of me. He says, like, why do you look like someone that uses Axe body spray? <laughs> and, I'm like, and i'm like what the fuck and then i say like a fucking joke back to him but it's like racist and i don't know why the fuck i made this joke but i said why do you look like someone that needs to shower when they just took oh, a shower man. and yeah. i'm just like what the fuck any 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 funny part about this whole thing you just took it out <laughs> <laughs> so then like i'm like confused and he starts telling me more shit and i i can't remember like what the fuck he said but he was talking to me more about some stuff and then um wow he had a conversation with you after that yeah I don't, I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about and then uh he tells me like no i'm sorry like i i my vision it's all first person point of view mm-hmm. so my vision like from the top corner of my eye like it it glimpses white like a faded white mm. and i'm like what the fuck and then the guy goes oh uh i'm finally free and now like you've realized that you're living more life than you actually are so now you can go off and do your own thing. And as he's talking to me, saying these things, like the, like the bright light from the corner of my eye just starts like saturating the entire, like my entire view. Mm-hmm. And then that is actually me opening my eyes and like waking up. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, bro? Like, I'm so confused on why the fuck this is going on. And I woke up and I was just so confused. And that's that one thing he told, he told me to stuck with me. Like, oh, you realize, like, I'm free. You realize that you're living more life than you actually are. And then I woke up. I'm so confused. Was he saying that about himself? I don't know. I, I, he was saying it to me, so like, if it was me, he said. But, but, it, but he said, "I'm free." Like he said, that him himself right. is free from whatever the fuck he was. I'm free. Like trapped from. In verbatim, it was "I'm free," and then you and can finally do what you want, or what? Like he said, "I'm free." You re- like it looks like you've realized that you're living more life than you actually are. Um, now he you couldn't go have off. been talking about himself in that. Honestly, I don't know. Like I'm confused about the dream completely, bro. bro. This, this sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But 
it was kind of funny to see like this random guy on a scooter following you for a long ass time and when he and you let him get to you for some fucking reason when he gets to you he grabs your face yeah with both hands you weren't doing shit you just let him grab your face yeah i was like when he was walking up to me i remember like waving my hands in front of him like hey like don't come near uh, me but i wasn't saying anything i couldn't yeah. say anything you know i couldn't speak for some reason mm. and i was just like waving my hands like keep away from me basically yeah. like gesturing that but it was just so weird and and like the the feeling of like like anxiety i guess what is like what i was feeling when i woke up like you know Ooh. that fear on when yeah. you're getting when you think you're getting followed or some shit yeah very weird ass dream well what it <laughs> what do you think because look you already told me about the story before we're talking about this now and i was i just had the expectation like that i thought it was going to be something like insane or like insanely profound i guess with with that but i don't i don't see if it's very hard to make sense out of it yeah it's the thing like i don't i don't i don't understand it like i'm not trying to say that it was profound or anything it's just more like why the fuck did i dream that you know and why was it so vivid optics or whatever pneumotropics pneumotropics yeah but i'm saying like this was like really intense like at least like the because it's it felt so real like it felt so real because there was like moments when when i thought that i'm like i'm not dreaming like i'm actually awake like i know i'm awake but i'm still in the dream you know yeah. And I legitimately thought that I was awake, you know, like you know how how inter like interstellar, sorry, um, what's got, what's that fucking movie about dreaming with a uh, oh no Inception Inception yeah like you know how like <laughs> when you're in that dream world, like they're it's super hyper vivid and everything like you know makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. In, in that dream world yeah, like yeah. that's what it felt like like it yeah. felt real yeah. like it felt very real felt like that was my life nah, for some I, fucking I, reason I get that. yeah it was weird because I felt everything like I remember him grabbing my face I remember um like the rain on me like i remember mm. feeling like that the heaviness of my clothes because mm. it's like soaked it was super fucking weird man yeah that other story that i told you though like when we were at the restaurant mm-hmm. i think you like that that's that dream more nah yeah are you kidding me <laughs> yeah. you were like in the middle of mission impossible fighting some dudes and then someone blows your hand off because you were flicking them off yeah. <laughs> that's insane oh, and then someone blows your head off that's awesome bro yeah that's awesome right yeah, yeah, it's just blew my head off like yeah. that bro. Yeah. yeah i like how you said that like uh with the what with um how, how like i told you like oh yeah like my dream started with like me playing this like secret service agent or whatever and you're like wow dude you get to play the cool guy in your dreams yeah. <laughs> and i'm like well what do you dream about bro no it's funny yeah. is that i immediately responded with oh i'm jealous and you're like wait what like why are you jealous and i thought that was funny me being jealous of a character that doesn't even exist yeah. like that's yeah, yeah. how yeah. that's how much i hate myself <laughs> <laughs> and i'd be like oh fuck oh I wish, my god i wish i was that person yeah, dude, he i'm tom exist. cruise in my dreams and you're yeah, like yeah. the guy that gets killed by tom cruise <laughs> yeah in the dream in the dream yeah, right yeah. <laughs> Nah, oh, yeah. Well, so I what I wanted to talk about was uh, how our friendship has changed so far. How we have changed roles, quote unquote. Quote unquote, changed roles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for like, I mean, we've heard the podcast prior to these, you know. So like, for people that are listening in, it's more what's changed in our friendship. I guess is that I've I used to deal with a lot of like personal issues and a lot of problems mm-hmm. and then recently they kind of just not become so uh damning i guess mm-hmm. as like lack for a better term it's just I, I feel really good um where i am and how i stand 
and I haven't felt that like I don't think I like, ever. Mm-hmm. So it's just very, very comfortable for me. Yeah. And then Carlos. Yeah. I, uh, every t- oh, thank you. I was raising my hand for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, yeah. Ever since I met you, you were kind of like on the wild side, I guess I'd say. Um, I'm a wild child. Yeah, wild child. No, uh, a little unstable maybe. Uh, definitely, when you would go through something and the emotions that you'd feel, you just feel them at the extremes. Especially like the emptiness, I'd say, and the anger and so forth. You're just like, God. Yeah. Wait, hold on. It, Someone's calling me. Oh, okay. I'll put him on speaker. Yo. I'm recording a podcast oh, wow. literally right now. You're on the That's podcast. Funny. Hey, shout out. Um, how does it, how do you feel only to be talking to Laredo's number one comedian? Oh damn dude, I didn't know I was on the phone with Steve, man. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Damn bro, what's up? What are you doing? Um we're gonna go chill out my homie's house if you wanna call you after your podcast. See what are you guys gonna do? Uh we're gonna pray and then after we're gonna suck each other's dicks. Oh we're gonna drink dude. Simon, all right. Yeah, I'm down. Send me the Addy. We're going to cook up. All right. all right, Simon. All right, peace. That was Ivan. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. I thought that was Kevin for a second, but no. It no, that was my friend Ivan. Yeah, yeah. Spanish um, Evan. People yeah. know him as. No. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I remember I, the, the time that I met you, you were just, you were going through a lot of shit. Alcoholism. Um, I guess series of girlfriends, uh, a lot of self-loathe. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, I was listening to you and like giving you advice or insight into what the fuck you were dealing with. Yeah. For a long time, and um, and then I grew. I grew, I don't want to say complacent, but I adapted to that role and I, I think I quickly became codependent in you having problems and me listening. And I mean, mind you, my it wasn't like, I don't, it wasn't as if like I was taking advantage of you. It didn't feel that way. Um, like I was really listening to you and giving you, I guess, what I think good advice and you too whatever you would listen to me at times too with like yeah. problems that i had um but i i think what happened was like after a long time and you started to become i guess more mentally healthy uh that moment where you needed someone was becoming less frequent you and then did you feel like the 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 relationship between us like the friendship was, was like dying was dying yeah because that's what i thought our friendship was like to, so it, so to be like, a therapist yeah like, like he I doesn't need me anymore was. like we're not gonna be friends anymore yeah yeah nah man that's not how it so, works so so yeah that started to happen and i have to learn about the codependency but now we're at a point where like you're you're like pretty consistently healthy i'd say yeah like like uh, drastically yeah like drastically so yeah and yeah. it was to me at least it seems like one day to the other yeah you know because i can just look back maybe like the beginning of this year and you know i, I at least i felt that i wasn't okay you know and sometime like in i don't even know like a few months before my birthday like a month or two before my birthday like i was just kind of like you know what like i'm i'm happy with where i where where i've gotten like i i'm i'm content to a certain degree 
like I like I like my job a lot. It's something that I never thought I would actually think that mm-hmm. I would like. You know, because there was times when I was working at Starbucks that I would just dread, like getting out I, I would dread getting out of a shift because i knew that the next day i'm just gonna come back to another shift you know mm. and it's just ass like that job was so ass mm-hmm. and then with this one like i get excited to go to like, not excited but like i'm like i don't mind going into work right there's even days where i do get excited like one of the big things that helped me a lot was uh um since i'm a, I'm a butcher now there's days out of the week where i'm alone in the in the in the meat room and i'm just cutting by myself so i just put on headphones and a big thing that helped me during that time is like listening, listening to like audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've gone through like maybe like, I think like twelve or thirteen books this year alone, you know. And th- that was like fucking badass because I've read like, well, not read, but like I've listened to a yeah. bunch of other books, and it was really badass. Like it was really interesting. Um, I learned that my genre that I like is like romance books. Like I really love oh like like softcore porn basically on the fucking audiobooks. Like, there was this one that really fucked me up that was called uh, Paper Palace. If you guys want to like check that out, you guys should check that out. It's wow. a good book. Paper Palace. I also I, I read uh, Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. And then there was a follow-up to that book that I didn't know existed and it's called uh, Find Me by the same author and it, it takes like three characters which is Elio's dad, Elio himself and Oliver. Oh and, wow! Yeah, okay, so it's the same. It's the same. It's same novel, same characters, but like uh, later on in their life. Wow. Um, so you find out more. So if you guys like the movie and you guys have also liked the book, I suggest also reading Find Me, mm-hmm. because it's a continuation of all that, and it ends. It ends in a very like fulfilling way for for those readers. You know, mm-hmm. you get you get an ending that you're like you were hoping for to get at the end of the, like Call Me by Your Name. But yeah, I've read those books. Those books were fucking badass damn that's crazy yeah but i don't know i never i never took you to to listen to some audio books yeah well i have dyslexia so it helps a yeah, lot you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh one of the first books that i read on audio i actually have the physical book so i follow it along with the audio because mm-hmm. it just makes it a lot easier because me reading like i don't like saying it because i am very like shameful of it mm-hmm but dude there's times where like i literally give up on a book like even if i'm like like six chapters in or something because it's just so hard for me to like read Mm -hmm. because i'm just rereading parts because i don't understand it yeah you know it's kind of like i'm reading it but i'm not actually like focusing what the words say because i'm just trying to make sure i don't fuck up my reading Mm -hmm. that's primarily what i'm like doing when i read and i'm not really listening to what i'm saying or what i'm reading if that makes sense yeah yeah you know, I'm just looking at the next word and okay, like, what's this next word? And what's this next word? So I it don't fuck it up. It happens to me too. And you have to reread a lot. Yeah, I don't like that. It, it well, takes you away. To, you have to read and think about what the fuck you're reading. So. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. that's also understandable. But I mean, like, I can like literally like, I can probably read the entire book and then not know what the fuck the book's about. Because <laughs> because I, I just literally am so focused you're on making sure. Yeah, I'm just looking at, I'm yeah. just so focused not fucking up these words that yeah. I don't want to like, I don't even know what the words i'm saying mm, i see yeah. you know um but also I, I i think the other part about our, our friendship is also that i i started to go through like a pretty depressive and still am like in a depressive state and to see myself newly asking for for you to like listen to me and to talk and yeah and think about some shit that i'm going through is like new to me um and then it's new for me to see you listen to what I have to say. And then at the end of it, be like, 
damn. Like, like you're gonna have to uh, go to therapy or some shit. Like, yeah, I can't man. do shit for you. Like, like you it's know. because you you do it. Because I remember I yeah. done that before with you a few times. Yeah. And it's it's crazy for me to to go be through the change words. that I'm going through. Yeah. And then be talking to you, and then you respond with that. And I was just like, fuck. Like, yeah. It's like, but also like for, at least for me. Like when I would go through my problems and you would, and I'll talk to you about it, you I didn't know how the fuck the problem happened, you know. Like yeah. I was just like, how the fuck did this yeah, happen? You were and in it. Yeah, you're and like then, inside a fog. Yeah, and then you were like, look, like this is how it happened. But yeah. when you would tell me like where I fucked up, what I did wrong, what the other person might have done wrong towards me, and you're like, see how see how this is not okay. See how you fucked up here. See how you got here. Like this this situation caused this problem and it led to where you're at here. And that made sense to me. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was able to, like, navigate through that because I understood how it happened. So uh, that's Do helped me. you think me. that helped? That helped me a lot, honestly. Yeah, sure? it did. Yeah, it did. Because, like, I don't, not, not, not to say that, you know, you, you fucked up a lot or something or you continue to. No, dude, I'm a piece of shit, Not bro. like that at all. <laughs> no, we've, been, we've known that all this time. No, no okay. But um, I don't know. You, you still went through what you went through, even though I was there to listen and to say whatever i said you know yeah but i feel like the 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 understanding of my problems would have taken a whole lot longer if i didn't have you by my side to help me you know Mm. but what i was trying to get to is that like that's how you helped me and with you when you told me your situations and stuff like that you already know how it led to that (laughs) fucking area you know you're you're already understanding like you Mm. did all the work on your own so when you tell me like i'm like fuck dude he he already you know covered all the bases I'm like what the fuck am i supposed to add because that's as far as like my my helpful like words can get to up to that point and you already got to that point mm. so that's when i'm like fuck it honestly I'm, I'm sorry i don't know what to tell you but i'm here to listen to you either way and there i think the one thing i can do to help you is whenever you start telling yourself like no nah, it's because of this and i'm kind of just shitty because of this yeah. reason i'm like dude stop telling yourself that like don't do those things because mm-hmm. that doesn't make you a shitty person. Like the things that you're going through are are not trying to like downgrade what you're going through, but mm-hmm. like it's understandable and why you did those things or why this other person did those things to you. Right. And you're, I guess, like just tell you to be less harsh on yourself. Did do you remember? At times we would like, you would tell me something about what the hell you're going through, and I think I would ask you like, why are you? Like, why are you saying this shit? Like, are you looking for for someone to respond? I can't remember why, but there was a purpose in me asking that. And you would say, like, no, I just want I just want to talk about it. And I want someone just to listen. listen. Yeah, yeah, just to listen. And that, to me, was always weird. Like, I didn't understand that because I've always looked for guidance in other people. Hmm. Like, a level of understanding that I couldn't find myself. Um, you know, like, someone to figure some shit out that I can't figure out. So it was weird for me to encounter you and be like, nah, I just, I just want to talk it out. Yeah. And someone listen. Like, could you, could you tell that shit helped you? Yeah, because, like, for me at least, I, the, I'm very, I guess I'm very emotional when I go through something. And mm. I have a lot of feeling, like, and I, I'm very accustomed to keeping it in. Mm. So when I had an outlet to talk to my friends, like you, Kevin, Nora, like, I, I would use that outlet as much as i could mm. you know maybe even to be honest maybe even a little more than i should have mm-hmm. maybe i burdened you guys and made you worry mm. and 
to me it was always no, much we didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> to me it was very much more of like okay it feels good to let it out at least that that's some relief to some extent you know mm-hmm. it helps just for me not to at least know know that i've been heard mm-hmm. and to some extent even validated in the way i i feel because it, it to me I, I felt like a monster at times because i was like fuck dude like i'm feeling all these things should i even feel these things mm. am i even allowed to feel these things and when i'll talk to you guys about it it made me feel like you know heard and validated and it just made, it made me feel good mm. but i want to do that for you at least you know like at least for you to feel heard and shit and yeah talk about your shit i think it does help but um I don't know. I don't know if it's that I want like something like very profound and immediate, you know, to happen. But I definitely enjoy talking to you and opening up and hearing what you have to say, even though at times you just look at me with a <laughs> with a blank stare. <laughs> with a with a yeah, the surprised blank stare. Like it, you have dead eyes, but a smile yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and getting red in the face. Yeah. Like you're just avoiding to say something. And when you finally say it, it's like, damn, Carlos, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't, I don't think I can help you. Like you need to see therapy. And then at the same time, a lot of it too, you've told me multiple times, you know? So it's like me giving you the same problem multiple times, you know? So I I can understand that it's fair, you know. Yeah, fair I just I just don't want you to like go down a route that I've also gone through, mm. which is like feeling alone. Yeah, you know, and that's when I when when I remember mm. when we started this podcast, I, I I was saying that like I don't want people to feel alone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know, like um, it sucks. It fucking sucks. You know, when when you go through that lonely feeling, and you legitimately feel like you have no one, mm-hmm. that's that's a fucking i don't it's, it's indescribable to me at least you know i can explain it over and over but yeah. it doesn't do justice because it just sucks so bad and if you if people feel like that like uh, you know reach out to someone you know fucking talk to me bro like i'll hear you out mm. you know are you comfortable with how things have changed with both of us i'm i'm happy with the, the change that i've gone through i'm not happy with the changes that you've gone through you know yeah, to be very honest with you i don't like that you're feeling the way you feel i don't like that you feel isolated or alone and at times i don't i i get a little upset when you don't want to hang out with me you know mm. or or i get that or like uh, let's say i want to hang out with you me kevin and nora and you and you're like nah i kind of just wanted to like you know do my own thing or mm-hmm. i would just want it to be me and you Mm-hmm. I'm like okay. I'm still down to hang out me and you, but I just do wish sometimes that like Kevin and Nora can tag along because I also haven't seen them and hang out with them in, in fucking a while. I see. What about back then? You used to say that you worried about me, but do you, do you think it's elevated because of the changes or not quite? And it to a degree, cool. yes. Mm. Primarily, like I, I'm not saying that this is a fix-all, but I know that like a, a big a big thing that I want you to do is just change your job Mm, you know because i know that a lot of stress and and um i guess frustration yeah yeah and maybe even like sense of like some type of loneliness comes from your job because like you've told me to do like i'm alone at on bar i'm alone on drive through or like it's been a long time since that's happened but yeah but yeah like uh, i i when it first started happening and you would tell me these things or like when times you would call me just to vent about 
like oh, work. Some shit happening. Yeah, like shit happening between like other coworkers yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm just like, okay, like I'm down to listen to this, but like honestly, like if you change your 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 career path, you know, it could be a whole lot better for you. Yeah. You know, maybe even like a new location could help you to some degree. You know, it's just it's also like the the setup of that company. Yeah, like yeah, it's just yeah, super it's like mentally draining and mentally yeah. exhausting for for employees like it, it's a built it's a job built not to last you a lifetime yeah it's it's a it's a really fucking hard yeah. ass job to do over time it like weighs you down hard yeah yeah but i've i, I have tried i mean i still am you know applying to other jobs it's just getting I, hired yeah i know part of the predicament is that i also just don't believe uh I believe a lot of problematic things for me, for one. For one is that, like, at least the job market here is not that mobile. Like, most of the, or, or diverse, most of the jobs here are, like, import-export. And yeah. it's, like, something that I'm not looking forward to. So I have to, like, look for jobs that are very far in between. Um, but I, I think, I don't know, man. There's just a lot about the job market that's just not conducive i have a bachelor's but i feel like what's your bachelor's in again mean shit um what the hell multidisciplinary studies in pre-law so um yeah i think i just i just view it all as a game that i already fail so it makes it worse for me to actually try in other words but no, I, like I, you I, see I, you I, see the you see that your failures before no, you no, even I, attempt or what no yes yes no yes <laughs> no yeah, yeah yeah no it's it, it is totally that and i and if not i just convince myself to not try that much but i even then i still try it's just i think you're talking like work um a girl that i was talking to told me this once where i was talking to her about some situation and she was telling me like dude you're you're speaking in absolutes and oh, it's yeah, all yeah. like it's all hypothetical yeah and you're already talking in absolutes yeah. I think that's also another thing that you yourself are also doing. Because she was right. I was like, yeah, dude, you know what? You're right. You're, you're talk- I'm, I'm talking like if this has already happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, it hasn't. You haven't even given the shot to happen, you know? And I feel like you should, even though it's really against the wiring. Like, for me, it, it is very much against the wiring yeah. to, to do something like that. Like, just f- keep fucking pushing forward, I guess. And, you know, change that that, that pre pre-existing condition of, like, failing or failing yourself before you even gone you know yeah. just keep going yeah no, gotta be it's an alpha male bro it's, uh, yeah right yeah no it's definitely the beliefs but i still i still act against them it's just it's just uh difficult uh carlos is saying hi to everyone he's mr popular over uh, here dude, bro shut the fuck up bro <laughs> and then is not that the 12th all. woman you said hi to already no dude not <laughs> um Yeah, it's just a lot. Like I, I, in other moments, I I have it precise with precise detail about the beliefs and all the problems that I have. And at the moment, I don't. But yeah, oh wow, that's funny. What do you think I should apply to? As a job? No, like. Uh, or like you know, apply yourself to something. Yeah, a job. A job. Somewhere I can get paid. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. It, it is very limited out here, and I, 
I can't tell you for sure, like, oh, I see you doing this or something like that, because I never saw myself as a butcher, but then I became one, and I was like, dude, this job is actually, like it? yeah, I like it a lot. It's really cool. There's so much to learn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also a thing that you like doing is like somewhere where you can keep moving up and keep learning more shit, yeah. you know. And I'm trying to think like of a place that's like that, and, like moving up in, in an area, <sighs> like maybe a belly dancer. <laughs> <laughs> you can be yeah. a mess stripper yeah yeah that'd be yeah, good fuck yeah dude i think i'd be good people like hair you know i think that it's best to to do something that's gonna help you just get out of that everyday funk that you've been already putting yourself in you know yeah. um i don't know like work at a restaurant or something that's where i started working yeah same shit yeah yeah it is kind of the same shit it is a repetitive thing that's when i work when i work kitchen sometimes i still work kitchen every now and again and it fucking i hate it so much yeah yeah so if i didn't have become a butcher i probably would have hated my job right now damn you know but that's nice that you that you found something though like outside of the kitchen that you really like yeah it's really cool but um you wouldn't want to be like an assistant or like at a at a at a law office or maybe even like in some yeah i applied to some paralegal positions actually yeah yeah that's the name right paralegal um it's not quite assistant but but you you asked about a law office i applied in something like that but i should look into more maybe secretary i guess secretary something um you know um like honestly i'm gonna be honest like just get a job somewhere else you know (laughs) like anywhere else and i'm not trying to be like like oh like you're gonna you're gonna do better if you go somewhere else like maybe it might be something similar but it's new people Mm -hmm. so that's new people you get to know that's something that you can like you know i know you thrive in that even though you say otherwise but i i see how interesting you are how interested you are in talking to people and i that rubbed off on me a lot because when i yeah because when i got to know people i like ask them a lot of shit and there's even like um like i was talking to one friend and I was pumping gas, and she was in my car, and she was like, "Oh, like this person just sent me funny." I'm like, "Oh, who was it?" And she's like, "Oh, wow, like you ask a lot of questions." I'm like, "Do I?" She's like, "Yeah, like you always like, you always want to know like what's going on and stuff." I'm like, "Oh, like I don't know, I was just like, I'm just interested, you know, like." Mm. And how the like, hell yeah. did I make you interested in people? It makes no sense. I don't know, like just like how how much joy you got out of like getting to know mm. people, and then like me experiencing that joy firsthand also when I when I started doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is actually like really fucking cool. Mm. like doing this you know like uh, there was a time when uh when i was in dc i i would get like extremely sad in some moments and then one way that i saw myself snap out of it was to talk to some random people around me but not in like in a desperate way just because i i saw something interesting about them and then i just asked and then somehow i led into a conversation um but those are like one of those few ways uh, where I was actually able to get out of like a depressive mood. Um, it's hard. It's people. hard to develop a strategy on that, though, you know, because it it depends on the environment, who the hell's around you, and what the hell's going on. You know, I wouldn't want to turn into some some fake ass dude that's like going through a lot of depression shit and then see someone as a opportunity oh oh, let me get the fuck out of this you know but like you already see that in yourself that like oh you don't want to do that so you just 
I know it's like this is simpler, it's easier said than done. But like you know, when you do talk to people, just don't do that. Don't use it as a, a tool to get yourself out of something. Mm-hmm. You know, just be genuine in yeah. your own actions. And for the most part, you are. Like I don't, I don't recall a time when you weren't being genuine to someone. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've I've seen you do it when I used to work with you. Like talk to people when you're taking their order and you'll get to know them and stuff like that yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you'll tell me like oh this person does this and stuff like that or like like yeah. when i met one of uh, bobby the speech pathologist yeah you know yeah, like yeah. i got to know them through you oh, like you yeah, yeah like yeah, you yeah. you like i already knew him i'll say hi to him i knew how to make like his drink because yeah. back then he used to get iced brewed teas and i and i oh, showed wow. him the method of like oh like this is how you get a concentrated version of this because yeah. he would like people would just get a venti cup put two tea bags and then put ice over it yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like no like if you make a concentrate out of it and then you drink then you water it down afterwards it yeah. it makes it more flavorful and then that's how he would start getting his teas mm. that's the only way i knew him as just a tea guy yeah but then you actually started getting to talk to him because i told you I'm like oh this is this guy because i introduced you to him kind of i guess yeah but then you actually got to know him for real yeah yeah, yeah. on a more personal level so much so that we ended up having him on the podcast you know oh yeah you're right yeah so like I got to ho- Damn, I, I have to thank you dude for yeah. getting to know him, you know? Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's like, you know, interesting about it that you are genuinely interested in people. I yeah. don't I don't think that you would ever use it as a tool to get yourself out of something. Oh, okay, that's what you meant to yeah. say. Like I don't see that yeah. as you as your as a primary function of yours, I don't think that's an actual thing that you do. Yeah, or are capable no, of doing. You're right. It's just that that's a constant problem that I have. Like the uh, this is what we were talking about earlier where like I villainize myself or like I yeah like I view myself as a way that I'm not to get mad at myself or to justify like or I hate myself to justify yeah. the self-hatred that you feel yeah. towards yourself or like I'm like dude you're not any of, of that man some type of like self-abuse or self-violence I guess at yeah. least in the mind but yeah and it's not good for you man why, why <laughs> do you think that happens yeah I think it's like you've explained it to you you explained it like so like you know eloquently once where it's like mm. whenever you catch yourself experiencing something that you enjoy and it's out of your pure enjoyment and you want to make yourself feel shitty about it um you know you find a way to like make yourself feel shitty and then you feel good within that own shittiness like it, it can't mm. you told you you explained it by saying it's like eating your favorite meal and it just like feels like home mm. like okay this is where i belong and you're putting yourself in that area you know prior to that yeah. So I feel like it's straight up out of comfort, you know, like you're just so accustomed to doing that to yourself that now. Do you have any theories on how the hell I got comfortable with self-love or like the idea of not liking myself? This is going to, I guess, I feel like this is too, like how you said it earlier, like this is too crudely simple. Oh, okay. Where I think it stemmed and it grew out of this, which is like your relationship with your dad. Oh, because okay. I, because you've I told me so, so much shit in the same fucking basket. You know, like but no, yeah, sorry, that's the sorry, thing. That's the thing. Like it, it's not in the same basket. I think it's like the seed was planted there, mm. and then through experiences of your life, you oh, know, you, grew. you you grew out, grew. You know, mm. like you you kept watering it. In other words, you know, yeah. like you're. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not trying to talk badly on your dad. You know, like he's your dad. I mean, that's We're what gonna respect. do some Shia LaBeouf shit. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. But okay. I think I think that like he planted the seed in you with when he molested you i'm just kidding nice <laughs> he planted the seed in you sorry that was a horrible joke no, no it's, it's, it's all right um, i think people who don't understand would be freaking the fuck out yeah right yeah now. our relationship yeah. is very much like this yeah. it's uh, like the the molester molested who 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 came to terms and just agreed 
<laughs> to maintain the relationship. No, no. no, now I'm making a horrible joke. None of that happened. No, 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 no. This is all a joke. Yeah, none of that happened. But what I do think that actually did happen was that, like, through through the way he he is on paper, like, the way your dad is on paper. Like, you told yeah. me that he's this, like, Border Patrol agent that, like, did so much within the agency that, you know, they r- have written a lot of, like, protocols after his example and stuff like that. You've told yeah, me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's, so yeah. The, he's, like, on paper, he's just, like, you know, this this, this uh, Eiffel Tower type of deal, you know, very much, like, like uh, monumental, in yeah, other words, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. So it's, like, so you saw that and you realized that and you idolized your dad through that, you yeah. know? But then the reality of your actual dad, the relationship with you, between you and him was, was not that. And you thought, I think you thought that it was because of maybe your disappointment in him, like what his disappointment in you, sorry. Like you tried making him proud in certain, several ways. You even told me that one time where you, no, yeah. where you went through that whole hiring process and you didn't show up in a suit. <laughs> and then yeah, like, yeah. you know, your dad got mad at you for not showing up in a suit and you're just yeah. like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So you go buy a suit that's not tailored to your size. So it's like oversizing and you got really upset and you you lashed out in the interview and it just you know you did like this crash and burn thing yeah yeah and you know causing this like quote-unquote disappointment so you can justify mm. the like that whole disappointment because you were trying to wow. make your dad proud and it didn't happen that way so you're just like okay i'm gonna do the opposite then since i already fucked it up i'm gonna make it worse I think that's an interesting view. I don't i don't remember like i didn't apply for that job and then go for it to make him proud i just at the time i didn't have any any other goals set and i wasn't pursuing them oh yeah i at the time i was in college and i didn't know what i was going to do out of out of college and i didn't want to do a master's because i didn't have a particular major that i wanted to do a master's on and for me that was very serious and now it's very common for you to be like a, a bachelor student and to have a major that you want to do a master's on, but you have no idea, like, what to do the master's with. Like, say you want to get a job. So a lot of people won't know, like, what job to use with that master's, what to do with it, but they'll still get into it. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to do that because it's a lot of money and I would have to take my own loans for that. I wasn't for that. And so I, I just wanted to join in the job market, but at the time I didn't know what job. So I had no idea what to do. It was very convenient to do law enforcement. And I, I, at the time that I applied for that job, I also didn't want to do law enforcement because I was, I was going through philosophy classes. I was just becoming aware of how the military uh, doesn't care about soldiers. Politicians don't care about soldiers. Yeah. Uh, law enforcement, there's a lot of people in law enforcement that shouldn't be on law enforcement, ruining its reputation. Yeah. Parts of society just stop believing in law enforcement. Um, really, really horrible stuff. And then some law enforcement get, you know, high on power and, and abuse people. So there's all this chaotic shit going on. I didn't like the proposition of law enforcement as a career because of it. And I still don't. Um, and some other stuff too. And then so I was already believing that I didn't want to do it. But I still went with it because I didn't have anything better to do. Yeah. Right. So then I went through the whole thing and um, I guess I did it somewhat half-assed, but at the time I didn't know I was doing it somewhat half-assed. Um, do you genuinely believe that you were half-assing it or do you think that you just well, did your part, best that you could at the time? I, 
Well, I'd say the part that I half-assed was that I didn't go with like a button-down shirt and some slacks. But I also vividly remember that I didn't see that in an email. And it, it was just very stupid of me f to, ex I guess, expect that I could go to an interview without <laughs> wearing that. Like, it's just, it's just extremely ignorant and and pathetic. Like, I don't just, think so, but I don't think it's ignorant. Like, that's also that, you're doing it, it right now. Yeah, sure. You know, but like, I, but I'm, what I'm saying is that, like, you shouldn't put yourself in this expectation or like the knowledge of knowing these things where it's like, Oh, how can I have not known that? Like you didn't know at the time and that's yeah. fine. Like, you know, you just weren't aware. Right. You know, like that, that shit happens. So I, I didn't see it in the email and I went without all that, all those specific clothes. I went in with jeans and then I think a t-shirt and then the guy got so mad at me. He cussed me out like in front of some other people that were waiting for an interview. And he's like, uh, something like because of your dad, I'll give you a chance or no. He was like, you think because your dad's in law enforcement that you should get special treatment, yada, yada, get the fuck out of here. If you can buy, like, a full suit, like, in, I don't remember what arbitrary time he gave me, like, I'll give you, I'll chance. let you, yeah, continue. And I was like, all right, fuck, and then I left. I was already, like, extremely mad at myself, cussing myself out, get, get everything, come back. Um, and then I go through the process. And I think they were very harsh on me because of that, because it seemed to them like I didn't care. Um, and then, and then also because my dad was in law enforcement, they just saw me as like some kid who felt that everything was entitled to him. Yeah. Um, regardless, I passed the whole thing, the, the interview. Um, but I remember that I, even though I passed it, this is interesting. Even though I passed the whole thing, I drove back home cause it was in a different city. I had to get a hotel. Um, I drove back home. And then when I get home, so my dad calls me and then he's like super mad at me and he's like, hey, like, what the fuck? Like, why didn't you, why didn't you go there with the right clothing? Like, that's so embarrassing. Like, you don't even know what the hell you put me through. And then that's the part that I didn't give a shit about. Um, and he was like, you don't understand, like, the level of disrespect that you gave me. And I just making it about himself. Yeah, and then uh, that that whole that whole thing, I was just like, uh, dude, I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember if I did tell him that or it, or if I just told him I didn't care or something. But shortly after that, my dad just stopped talking to me about that moment, and then we just hung up. But um, but yeah, I don't. But I do think it's. I do think your view is interesting, though. Like maybe. I don't know, maybe because I I wasn't trying to prove anything to him or maybe I, like you you really think I went through that to make him proud, I guess? I don't um so. I mean given the, the the relationship you told me in the past like between you guys, that that's just like my take on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you I I know that you did at least I I I'm assuming that you did idolize your dad growing up. Oh, dude, so, heavily, bro. So it's just like heavily i when i when i look at this is this is a part this is another problem that i have too is that when i when i view my younger self i'm ashamed of how much i idolize him even though that i had no control over because it's part of being a child is that you idolize your, your parents family, yeah. um like that's natural yeah but i grew very ashamed of it because i i at some point i grew the awareness that i idolized someone that didn't care enough to be involved you know and then it, it grew, i grew shameful of idolizing something that doesn't even exist it's like 
I mean, not to put any shame for people that believe in God or anything like that, but it's like, I think an extreme form of religiousness, I guess I'd say. Like, having a level of, uh, of love or like a level of, I don't even know if it's love, but it's like a, a special characterization of something that doesn't even exist in your own world. Yeah. Um, at least not immediately. And it's not involved in you. I just... It was just very embarrassing, you know? Like, how, how, how could I... How could I like and care for something that didn't even do half that much for me? If that makes sense. It's a great... So I grew ashamed of that, I guess. I... I don't agree with growing ashamed of it yeah. because it's just putting yourself back in that bad yeah, spot, yeah. you know. But yeah, right. I, I do understand the whole um, process of, like, being like, why did I, you know, idolize this guy? Like, why did I, you know, grow such a... Did you idolize your dad? No. I, I, idolize, I still do to a degree because, like... Oh, wow. Yeah, because, like, the other day I was doing laundry, like, and I'm thinking in my head, like... Oh damn! Like we gotta, we got because I remember that I had to put the the clothes in for a second mm -hmm. uh, drying session, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking in my head like, "Fuck, man! Like this dryer poly is, um, like, the the exhaust pipe in the back has to probably yeah. be cleaned out." And I'm thinking in my head like, "Oh, me and my dad can do this, like, no problem." Right. And then I started thinking about all the shit that like my dad knows, like he knows, like he knows a little bit of everything. He knows mm. electrician work. He knows like like sheetrock. He knows tile. He knows roofing. And he showed me a lot of it, you know. So I know like a little bit and he knows mechanics and everything. And whenever mm. shit would go down with our cars, like we would just fix it ourselves. Yeah. So it's just like, That's it's very, good. it's pretty yeah. impressive to me yeah, that I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah. like my dad knows a lot of yeah, shit, he man. Could, he could help he, out he can help out a lot. Like he's yeah. legitimately like a straight up, like traditional handyman yeah, for, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, and I'm grateful for my dad to showing me all these things. I'm like, cool. Like I, yeah. I know these things. I know how to fucking, like if I need to switch out a, a ceiling fan, I can do it. If I could yeah. switch out an exhaust, like the, like how I said in my apartment, the AC unit stopped working mm. and then me and my dad just switched it out ourselves. Yeah. You know, like I was able to do that. I was able to like, you know, I could just go and do that. I can go buy a new AC unit and I can mm. just swap it out for the old one and I can do sheetrock work all over again. Mm. And it's like no big issue. My dad is similar in the same respect. I would call him to say like whenever I have work or a job to do it, my dad gets excited. Yeah. And I'm excited too because we have like a thing like we can a, talk about. Yeah, for a little bit, I'm right? Like, yo, yo, I got this project. Then he's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Tell me, tell me what, what you got to do. Where at? What do you need? And he'll be like, okay, you need this, you need that. Da 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 da. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's also cool, like when you do it yourself without any help. No, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. like I remember one time when I was working at Starbucks, my my car wouldn't turn on, and the battery was dead. I was like, fuck, dude, I gotta go buy a new battery. And my brother came to give me just a jump he started the car he's like all right well like what are you gonna do i'm like well i'm gonna have to go straight to autozone and buy a new battery mm -hmm. he's like all right cool there's one right here i'm like yeah for sure so i go to the autozone that's literally right there on by by starbucks mm -hmm. and i stop and then like i i am thinking i had like fuck when i turn off this car like i can't turn it, back on. turn it back on so i'm gonna have to switch the battery here so then i go and <laughs> yeah. i go and i and i buy a new battery um I call my dad. I'm like, hey, so like this happened to my car. I'm already like taking care of it. Like I'm buying the battery. I'm gonna switch it out. And he's like, oh, while you're at it, like switch out the terminals. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, the terminals on your car, like the, the hook onto the battery, like you gotta switch them out because they're already getting old. I'm like, okay, so I'll buy that too. So I buy new terminals. I buy new, a new battery. And I ask him like, 
and my dad told me like oh you can use their tools you can ask them for their for their tools to switch it out i'm like okay so i go i was on I'm like hey i'm switching out this battery and buying new terminals blah, blah 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 like can i borrow your tools so i can do it here and they're like yeah so they give me like a, the their 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 tool set yeah and i buy everything and i go outside and like <laughs> like don't know shit yeah. on how to do this yeah. so i'm like I can switch on a battery no problem. It's easy. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, God, I don't know how to fucking switch out terminals, man. <laughs> like, so I'm there, like, figuring it out, like, taking shit apart. It literally takes me, like, a good, like, three hours. I'm there yeah, outside yeah, of AutoZone, yeah. man. They're already closing soon. You couldn't call and your I, dad? Really? I didn't want to. I uh, wanted to do it on my own. Oh, nice. You know, nice. so I did. I, I, I oh, did it all by myself. I was there for I'm three the hours. <laughs> no. Kidding, no, but, uh, yeah, that's why it was, like, a really, like, cool moment. I went home, and I told my dad, like, oh, I did it. I did it all alone. Yeah. He's like, you didn't call me. I'm like, I know. That's fucking sick, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, Damn, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, that, yeah. that was, like, a very proud moment for myself. What did he say? He said, like, oh, cool. And he went to go check the car. He's like, no, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's yeah, good. I'm like, nice. sick. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. But, yeah. But I think that's I how it started for you. Like, it, it started with that, like, that seed that you plant that got planted in you mm-hmm. and it just grew over time with like how your situations were were going because you i think that seed made you see yourself in this certain light and then when a situation would happen you would be like why is this happening oh it's happening because i'm this type of person i'm this like self-loathing piece of shit yeah and then they just kept growing and growing and growing and then now like you would tell yourself that so often that it became reality for you so it's just like whenever yeah. does something does happen like that's where your mind goes automatically and i i understand that because i do it still to this day to some extent like mm. when i when i work out or something and i see myself in the mirror i'm like oh i'm just fucking i'm just this fatty oh wow. you know because i like you know you met me when i was like 240 pounds yeah you know an alcoholic and shit like that and now i'm just a skinny alcoholic you know mm. Mm. fuck you <laughs> <laughs> no but do you, how about how about when i tell you something and then you you give me that blank stare back at me do you how does that make you feel like do it makes me feel useless yeah i'm yeah, very honest yeah are you do you get mad at me mad at yourself or i no? don't get mad in general but okay, i do cool. feel for you and i and i feel i feel disappointed in myself to some extent not mm. like angry towards myself i'm That's like fuck man like i wish <laughs> i wish i could help you more like i i don't want i don't want to the the default rebuttal to be just oh i think you need therapy therapy, therapy. Yeah, yeah like i don't want it to be that i'd be like hey like do this instead do that i have something i've told you several several times i'm like Dude, I mean, just, don't be fake but yeah yeah but i'm saying like i to- told you something i've told you several times where i'm just like dude like why don't you go back into your writing because i've written oh, i've re- yeah. i've read some of your scripts and stuff and it's like like this is really well written and it's like real elegantly like put together and it's like legitimately even if it's just pen and paper it's not even typed out it's pen on paper and it's still a script like like that like that's do you genuinely believe i can do some type of artistic writing yeah like i genuinely believe that uh, yeah like something that you do that i've been jealous that you do mm-hmm is that you can explain shit so well and so vividly yeah. that it feels like I'm going through it myself. And yeah. I can't do that. I have always have a hard time explaining myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I give these long fucking pre- pretext before I even explain what I'm going to say mm-hmm. so you can try to get a better understanding of it because I can't, I'm not going to be able to do an understanding. Even now, when I tell you certain things, you're still like, well, why did you say that? Like, what does this mean? Stuff like that. Because I didn't give you this, like, this pretext yeah. before it. So I'm so bad at doing that mm. that like people always misunderstand me and sometimes shit comes off the wrong way. 
because I just don't know how to like properly explain myself. Mm. That's why, at least for me, my creative outlet is painting because I can express myself through painting. Yeah, you know, like my emotions, my thoughts, and all that shit is can be put on on a painting. Mm. It makes it a whole lot easier. Like when someone's like, "Well, what's this about?" I'm like, "Well, it's because of this and this." Like, this means this, and this means this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And you're like, yeah, see, it's a lot easier, a lot easier for me to explain. You know, that for me, painting is that pretext Yeah. that I can, like, express through whatever the fuck I'm going through at the right. time. So that's what I do. And I feel like you can do that, too, with with writing. With writing. That's what I I'm think saying. <sighs> do it. I, I think I should probably start writing artistically, even for myself, because I just... I guess I have a hard time believing I'll write something artistic and share it, you know, like it's, I don't know. Yeah, don't throw them away either. Like, nah, just like, even nah, if you don't like it, no, just, just yeah. you know, start the next one. Mm. I remember when, when you, when you used to tell me like some of the shit that you were going through and then I, I tell you something, I remember I would get frustrated because sometimes I would feel like I wasn't getting through you. Like, say I wanted you to break up, like, with some of the people you were dating. And I'm like, bro, come on. You, like, you, do don't, it, bro. you don't like, see You don't see this shit. And, and like, you're nah, like, nah, bro. I know. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And Dude, like, I'm Stevie Wonder you know, with like, the dog. Yeah, I, I, I hated. I, I, you know, I was frustrated. I was so angry because... Uh, because I cared about you, you know, and I can't make decisions for you. Uh, so I, there was only a limit to what I could do and I just remember those emotions like I can't get mad at him you know and I can't get mad at myself because that doesn't make sense too like what the fuck's going on something needs to change so then I imagine so that, that, that's that's what I imagine when I tell you some shit that I'm going through and then you're just looking at me like yeah dude you need therapy <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. like that I do that honestly no no like, no but that's alright no I, I, but I did it too I told you many times that I I couldn't help you with shit. Remember? Yeah, yeah, but like, I also I know that I didn't wasn't really looking for something like that. Like I wasn't really looking for someone to to guide me. At mm. times, you know, it was given I to me do when. Want that. Yeah, see, that's the difference between me and you. Like yeah. there was like there was times where I did need guidance and you guys were there for me, but there was also times where I didn't need. It. I just needed to talk about it. Yeah, and um, that's when like. I know that you do want that and I can't give that to you. So I feel shitty that I can't help you mm. in that area because I'm like, fuck, dude, like, uh, honestly, like, you're opening up and you're telling me these fucking serious, like, you know, moments in your life. Like recently when we were at Scratch, you're telling me like your trip to Puerto yeah, Rico with, my dad. with your dad. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's heavy. That's like really heavy because it's like it's emotionally heavy. You know, yeah. it's no- nothing really physical happened. If anything, like if you see this, if you see the scene out in 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 a movie and you'd see a play if someone wasn't like emotionally tapped in they'll be like okay like nothing's happening this is a a a slow burn of a movie or whatever but like if you're emotionally tapped in you're like oh fuck bro like this is heavy man like like fuck like you would feel for you'll feel for the characters in there you know because for one you feel for you because you know you're you're, you want these types of levels of of emotional connection with your father and you're trying to make him interested in things you're interested in. And then he's so, I guess, lack for a better word, like ignorant that you're earning for that. That he just thinks yeah. that, okay, everything's fine. And you kind of feel bad for him because, like, damn, dude, like, you can't really blame someone for their own ignorance or something they're not even aware of <laughs> to an extent, you know? <laughs> even though there, it's already been, like, you know, almost 28 years of that. Yeah. But. I think, 
this goes along with your theory, but I, I, I think after so long of not finding something to blame, I would just conveniently just blame myself because it's the only thing I could blame. Like, it's almost like that just made sense to get mad at myself, to make myself feel like I wasn't enough, whatever, for, for stuff that I want. But like, what, what is it that you think that you want, and then you tell yourself that you're not worthy of those things? Like, do you have like a list of things that you want? Yeah, actually, <laughs> um, yeah, um, maybe intimacy for one. Intimacy for one, like intimacy with another human being. Yeah, what? I guess like emotional intimacy, maybe. Emotional intimacy. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. And what makes sense. you feel like you're not deserving of that? Mm. I don't know. I might be picking on on straws right now, but like my my relationship with my dad is not on a, on an emotional level, and like the only times that I remember seeing him engage with these emotions, for the most part, were always when he was extremely angry and he was blowing up and blaming people and pushing them and being very punitive, like punishing people, making them feel bad. Um, so I, early on, I, I kind of put it together that he was very uncomfortable with his, uh, emotions. And I think, I think maybe I, I did the same. Um, like, like you, well, I'm sorry, no, no. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. Like I hate liking somebody. I fucking hate it. Focus I don't know mind. if it's the same thing with my dad. I don't know if I get that from my dad. but um, Like you told me that also earlier when you were in Scratch where you don't want to become your parents, but you do type of thing. Oh, okay. Like we what talked about that. Like, yeah. like, Whoa, go on. The way you react to certain things, like you could tell that that's from, that's from your dad and you hate that. And yeah. you, be, you become like a version of your father. And I was like, yeah, like, and I was like, sometimes it happens without you even being aware of it. Like, I know that I'm, I'm parts like my mom, parts like my dad when I react to certain things, you know. Yeah. Like, I try to be understanding and, and compassionate with per- people's situations, but then that wiring of like, dude, why are you doing it like that? Like, you could just do it like this. Well, I'm just like, well, they're not me, obviously. Well, the only thing that I'm, I would be ashamed of, I guess, or feel bad about would be... Like if I drew specific things from my dad that I didn't like, then I would I wouldn't like. Not that I wouldn't be like my dad at all at anything, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. There's something like my mind thinks like there's something weak, inferior, in liking someone. Like like being them. being being uh, vulnerable. Yeah. And even though like I'm one of the most vulnerable pe- vulnerable people that you know as friends, you know like. Yeah, but I got uh, we got there t- together, you know. What do you mean? Like we both opened up to each other, allowing the vulnerability to be okay mm. with each other, you know. Well, would you say that I'm more open with a lot of things, or, or some things that a lot of people you know aren't, or no? Yeah, you are. Okay. But I feel like that also comes with like you, you being comfortable with yourself to a certain degree, and then when you're opening up to someone and you see that this person may be reacting a certain way you don't like you completely close out mm-hmm. and 
I think that you are okay with like testing the waters and you're very comfortable with doing something like that. Mm-hmm. But the smallest like difference causes you to like completely do the opposite and completely shut them out. You yeah. know, like, um, for example, like you know when when you would block people on Instagram just because yeah, of yeah, a small yeah. thing. Yeah, and you completely take them off. I'm just like, well, why'd you do that? You yeah. know, it like, goes well, because of this. I'm thinking in my head like, but that's not a, a big enough reason to completely like cut no. someone off, you know, or like yeah. just you know, I don't know where block them. Yeah, I think I. It's almost like I'm not even honest with myself about that. I, the The whole blocking thing is like me just trying to cut myself off from from those people, like me trying to reject myself. Um, and I give myself a chance, but I think I'm just so like uncomfortable with my own emotions when I like someone, uh, just a desire to want someone to me is, is difficult to accept. Is it like just very alien of a feeling? Like you just feel like you're not yourself or what? No, it's just, I just, I just think I learned to not like it. Like, you taught yourself that that's a bad feeling, Yeah, basically. like, I taught myself it was a bad feeling. Um, and then I rationalized it, of course, after that. But I, I think I just taught myself that it was bad. I don't really know where the fuck I got that from. Yeah, that's an interesting way to view yourself as. But I think that maybe... I think it just kind of roots back to, like, you not um, feeling comfortable with yourself. And... Do- do you know anybody that's like that? Mm. I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure I do know someone, but they just haven't like fully expressed it. But there's been like glances or hints that I can tell that they're similar to that aspect. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I can't say names. No, but, of like, course. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, when they talked about people that they've been with and stuff like that, or getting in the process of getting to know. It's just this very much uh, aggression against themselves that they don't want to to yeah. open up about certain things. And I also I've seen it. You know, I can talk about this a lot more openly because it's about myself. Like I've yeah. seen, like I'm getting to know this girl right now, right? Yeah. And I can see how much I like this person. Yeah. And I'm thinking in my head like, fuck, I really don't want this to be more than what it is. You know, right. I don't want to feel more for this person than I already mm. feel. And the reason why is because it's, it's it's a huge fear because I've been you know shown time and time again that like when i do get to this level of of attachment in other words um it ends badly for me so i can understand that like you yours is a little bit more extreme but like (laughs) (laughs) but i'm saying like when you start liking you're fucking doomed but with me but with me i have some leeway you know (laughs) no like it's 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 um it's very like scary feeling where i'm just like like I've told you this, where I'm like, dude, I'm getting to know this girl. I like her, but like I, I'm liking her in a way that I haven't liked someone in a while, and right. it's scary because the last time I felt like this was with this person, and you you saw me when when it ended with mm-hmm. that person, like it, it destroyed the shit out of me, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm just like, I do not want it to get to that point. I don't want to feel for this person to the point where I know that this person can can destroy me. Mm. And I'm allowing it to happen. I actually you know? like that. You know? And it's very. You don't like to get destroyed. Bro? <laughs> no, fuck no, bro. <laughs> uh, last time I got destroyed, dude, I, l- I lost seventy out, pounds, you know? bro. You know? you know, like feel worn out. Like you can't even function normally. Like can't walk around, yeah, wash dude. dishes and shit. Yeah. 
all your bones are aching and shit. Like, you saw me when I got like that, you know? Like, it just... You didn't, actually no, you didn't really even see me because there, there was no. You know, yeah, you were like fuck, fuck all my friends. Like no, I don't need them. And then like you know, there was moments where I would have these like drinking binges during that time too, and I would just get like completely like fucked up, and I was relapsing on my drug usage and shit like that, and that was really scary, you know. Yeah, I remember you were so bad you didn't want to get in the vicinity of this person's place. Yeah. That's how bad it was. That I had to change how I was driving. Yeah, like, yo, can sure we go, like, the long way? Just so that you wouldn't go through, like, a, maybe a 12-hour depression slump where you just, like, you just seem to not want to be in a conversation or be around people that you know. Yeah. You just want to be home yeah, and man. not talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I get like yeah, that yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. probably not not that long. But but there I, is times where yeah, I when do. I, Sorry. Yeah, no, there was times where like when when I stopped working at Starbucks, I remember I would just see you time like here and there when I would go to visit or just do homework or something, and then I'll go up to you like, hey man, like you down to hang out tomorrow or you down to hang out this day? And you're just like, you nah, like a, a carcass. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like a person like when you looked at my eyes you didn't even see a soul you just saw like oh yeah, yeah just, just like I some just, empty a shit. mummy and shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just like hey man you want to hang out or some shit and you're just like nah man i actually really don't want to hang out yeah. i'm like oh for real he's like yeah i'm like well what about next week nah man like i don't want to hang out for a while i'm like ah oh, fuck all right man like well, let me know if you ever want to talk or something. I'm here. You're just like, I mean, yeah, all right. That that time, I was going through a lot of shit, but also you, I wasn't convinced that you genuinely wanted to hang out. But th- that was a little bit. <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. That, 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 that's but on yeah. me, you know. That's like 100% on no, me for, yeah. for making the situation. Because, like, even that's Nora, right. you know, told us, like, how yeah. how I made them feel. And I was like, dude, like, yeah. you ignored us. I'm like, I, I didn't see it that way, but I understand, you know, like, yeah. like how, it, how it, I did act that way, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it sucked. And I wasn't... I guess I'm paying for those dues now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's for you, bro. That's (laughs) on you and that's for you, bro. No, no, no. But, um... What the fuck were we talking about? I completely forgot. I went on a lapse. But, um... I don't know, man. I don't have a strategy to get out of the the mood. That's the other thing. You have something? For you? Well, no, therapy for, for you, sure. but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But what? Um, like what? When I feel like that, like what do I when do? When you're to get depressed, out? yeah. When you don't want to talk to anybody and you don't want to leave the house, what do you? Is there something you could do that can change your mood? For me, it's painting. It's oh, always fuck been. You. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, always been painting. Yeah. yeah, and for the first time, you need to post them, bro. You need to post. I've been posting that shit. I can't believe I haven't talked about it on yeah. here. But you need to post your paintings. I've been posting more. If you're listening to this, you don't understand. This guy has like maybe thirty to forty paintings. I'd say at least thirty, just sitting in his room because he thinks he's not good enough. And I'm telling him you need to put it on the website. He has a website up. I don't remember. It's cartel something. And then he has two or three paintings on there. But he's this piece of shit because. You only keeps those three or two paintings he already knows that a lot of people are not aware of and I guess might not want to buy. And he has a whole bunch of shit that is really good too. And he doesn't want to post it. And I think it's because he just doesn't want to show himself. 
I've that been posting good. more though, like, like you know, like the, with the new series that I've been working. I on, mean, I've posting as in putting it on the website, and then making a post or a story that you're selling it on here, but you don't do any of that. My prices did go up though. Your prices did go up. Yeah, because oh. like the paintings I do have up, which I gotta change the prices on them. Um, they did go up. Like n- no one's bought an an expensive piece other than two other people. Yeah. One person bought a two hundred dollar painting. One person bought a two hundred and fifty dollar painting. Yeah. And those are the most expensive paintings I've sold. But now, like, my pricing has changed because I'm, like, I am trying to value myself more. Like, I remember my my 8x10s, my framed paintings, I was selling them for, like, like $30, $40, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you changed my price point because I sold one to you. And yeah. I was just like, just give me whatever, you know, whatever you feel. Like, I was, I was going to be okay with it if you even sent me 5 bucks. Nah, you did say and, something, though. And yeah. then, like... And then um, you ended up sending me $90. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, you sent me $90 for it. I'm just like, god damn. That's a lot. You said something like 40 to 60. And I was like, nah, just pick it up or some <laughs> shit. And you're like, all right, send me whatever. And then I, I give you the 90 bucks. Yeah. And then um, after that, I made my 8 by 10s $90. Nice. And then recently, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to value myself for like the shit that I go through in order for these paintings to happen. Yeah. So, I now my eight by tens go. For, I'm selling them for for one ten. Mm-hmm. And then my bigger paintings, like my three my three feet by four feet ones, I'm selling them for a thousand. And the big one that I have that's five by five feet by four feet, I'm selling that one for two thousand. And that's because of just how much they mean to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make prints because obviously, like. The big ones are expensive, but if I make prints of them, I can sell. I can sell them more. I'm mm. probably gonna sell those for like twenty dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And wow, yeah, that's what I want to do. But I don't know how to make prints. But I'll figure that out. But eventually. you have friends, bro. That, that friends, like, yeah, but they're not replying to me. Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm telling the time trying to hang out with this them. This whole cast is gonna be us bitching about the people who are surrounded by. Yeah. Nah, but. Um, I don't know, man. It's just like... I want you to fix my problems, you know? Why can't you do that? (laughs) No. um. But to be honest, like, this is probably going to bring the the cast down low, but many times I just feel like I just want someone to take control, you know? To drive the wheel of of my life. Of your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, like, give you, like, bullet points on what you have to do in order for you to, like, quote-unquote succeed. Like, I want to leave and then have someone else... Play. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hand off the controller to someone else. Yeah, yeah. I want to log off and that's, someone else takes how, my account. That's how bad it's been. Yeah. And then the other thing too is how my brain works is I I like double the suffering because you know I, I make myself ashamed of what I'm going through because physically I have it really good, dude. You know I'm living in a I'm place. I'm not paying yeah. rent. Yeah. I'm paying other bills but not rent. Um, uh. I don't know i don't have a child i don't have debt um you know like i have a lot of privileges a lot of them you're white it's one of them clothes yeah Yo, you're white puerto looking. rican yeah, yeah you're, white you're white passing <laughs> yeah white passing um no yeah like and, and and despite all of that i fucking hate myself and i go through a lot of shit for it very much like just it's but all mental health yeah, that's, that's your problems, mental health issues, and that's also okay to like have those. But I want you to, I want you to, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want you to um, 
I don't know, just get in the in a better mind mindset, man. Because like I care for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to to be, you know, the friend that I've always had, which is like you know this energetic, like fucking jokey friend. Like we will have these conversations in parking lots where we will be like screaming out, laughing. Yeah. That like if yeah, people will yeah. hear us, they'll probably think that one of us is getting murdered or some shit. Yeah, it's been a long time, dude. Since we stayed up till like four thirty in the morning. Maybe yeah, talking five. and shit. Yeah, 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 just talking and shit like that, and just laughing our yeah. asses off. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I miss those moments, man. And I, I, I mean, I'm also like understanding why. Lives it's have changed. changed. Yeah, yeah, lives have changed. Situations have changed, and I understand that. But I know that that's that part of us is still very much in there you know yeah because there is small moments in our conversations now where we do bust out laughing and shit like that yeah 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 what was the last thing that i told you that you laughed so hard you were scratching your eyes you laughed so hard that when you finished laughing you like got in a weird uh a weird serious mood you know how that works where you like you laugh so hard and then you have to change up and then you didn't even laugh after that for a little bit you're just like no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, very serious. When was that? I don't remember. We were at some restaurant or something. I said something extremely stupid. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it was a scratch. I can't remember. I said something and you laughed your ass off. Yeah, I remember. Hard. Like, I was like rubbing my eyes because I was crying of laughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. But you had to change. You had to change your act, bro. That's, yeah. how, that's how hard it was. I guess you were afraid of losing a lung, like, if you did it <laughs> twice or something. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's just how how life been, how life has been for a while. I wanted to change for you, man, so you can just get in a better, better area. In a better mood. In a better mood, definitely in a better mood, because like, I don't know, like I I, f- I feel like you're you're ignoring so many like good qualities about yourself. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and it's just like, you know, other people have told me the same good qualities. I'm just like, yeah, I know, I see them also. Like he's just he's just not playing into them for some reason. Mm-hmm. you know and that's all that's all has to do with just within you you know you yeah. have to make the effort to change it and just be i guess uh more comfortable with yourself i don't know like i don't know if it could be just that simple or it could be a lot more complex than that which is probably the actual reason it's more complex mm. but like i want that for you because it, it feels fucking great and i'm getting small tastes of it here and there yeah. when I'm like you know comfortable with myself and, and playing back becoming again the person I used to be yeah like a few years ago you know I can see that yeah and it's so cool that I'm like dude like I am so like I can go out drinking and be okay like it's not gonna go into a, a dark spiral yeah you know I can go fucking fuck around with friends and like my stand up buddies and shit like that and, yeah. and it will be in a good night and it's not gonna end with me going home by myself like fuck man yeah you know it's just there's times where I'm like, fuck, dude, like, I, I, I don't want the night to end because I'm having so much fun. Yeah. You know, and it's been good. There has been some times, you know, where, where obviously, um, like, it goes pretty bad for me. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to live anymore, you know. And then I hang out with you. And then you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, no, shit's been going really good. You know, I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't been dating anybody, but I'm, yeah. I'm happy, dude. I'm like, I'm enjoying myself. I'm working out, you know. Uh, I was th- I was hanging out with my brother. We were yeah, seeing some man, stupid shit. My dick shit, grew two more inches, you know? man. Like, it's like, crazy. It's this, this weird shit. And I'm looking at you, seeing how, like, you're mentally stable. You're way healthier than I've seen you before. 
and like you're enjoying yourself and i can see the genuine joy in you and you're like yeah and then i tell you like whatever the fuck i'm going through and then you're like no yeah that's that's that's, that's tough, bad man. like <laughs> i'm telling you it's good it's worth it like you need yeah. to you need to be happy and i walk out of that like damn like this shit is good <laughs> like i need to change yeah. i need to change my mind you know yeah so I don't know. To some extent, I, I I guess what I'm doing is appreciating uh, the change of roles and how you are now, mentally healthy, because it's helped me to an extent get out of uh, the moods that I'm in, um, you know, the depression that I'm in. Yeah. Maybe like, like get, right. since I get to see your your drastic change, I'm yeah. like, fuck. I, all right, I need to I need to try some stuff, and I am like, I just haven't gone to to like the place in therapy that I'm that i'm seeking because i i did do an online reservation um but i have to call them and set up a schedule and i've been wanting to go in person but i don't give myself the time but i will That's yeah I will. like maybe that could probably help you a lot you know like um i know what what what's something that that helped me a lot I'm not sure maybe it'd help you I, I don't know because I, I don't like also saying that like this one thing can help anyone because it's, I've I got into like fitness like a lot yeah like I got really into it like I, I watch what I eat I like you know like I told you like I was giving you all these like random facts about like oh protein and, and, and meat and you know protein shakes and shit like that like all these like beneficiary things that it can do for you if you, if you use them properly mm-hmm. and all this other bullshit yeah and i got really into it and i learned a whole lot of shit about how to do certain workouts and stuff like that just so i can help you mm-hmm. but like uh one of the first things that i started noticing that was a big abundance in the health fit community is like how much of it helps your mental health mm. and i was like maybe that can help you like start working out yeah like whenever you can like you know instead of you know going home and doing nothing or playing video games like yeah. go work out somewhere go join a gym and you know work out somewhere yeah because no, that helped me a lot and i and i have i've been i've been running but it's it's uh at least now i'm getting to the point where it's low frequency so i need to run more um more so consistently I'll, yeah more consistently i'll pick it up to at least twice a week it's very low but um yeah dude because i started going to the gym like a shit ton though like i go yeah, six days out of the week yeah. you know like today like this week I've only, i'm only gonna go five times mm. but um i went five times out of the week i i've been going as consistent as i can even having my mm. days set out like which day i'm working out what muscle group and shit like that mm. and getting that level of into it mm-hmm. and it does help me a lot it, it, it makes me a whole lot happier like there's even times where, like, let's say, like, it's Thursday, and then I give myself Friday off, and then I fucking work out Saturday. And I'm at the gym on Saturday, because this happened also, like, this yesterday. This literally happened. I'm, like, on the treadmill, and I'm walking. I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, holy shit, it feels like I haven't been here in a while. And I'm, like, but what the fuck am I talking about? Well, I was here on Thursday. Like, I was just here, like, fucking less than 48 hours ago. And I'm back here, but it feels like I've been gone for a good while. Why? I don't know. It just feels like, it just feels like that's, like, my almost a second home to me now. Like oh, it just feels yeah. so good to to be back, yeah. you know, and and it feels it does feel really good when when you're when you do something that you you didn't think you can do, like me seeing yeah. my 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 muscle growth and shit like that, and I'm mm. lifting a whole lot heavier than I've ever lifted before. I'm like, dude, I'm like squatting the, like this amount of weight. That's fucking crazy to me. Like that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And it just wants you to, just, for me at least, like I just want to keep going and and build more. Yeah. 
but maybe that could help you to some degree maybe like yeah join a gym i can go with you mm. wait which one are you in right now i'm at true fit okay, okay i used to go to planet fitness how much is it it's 30 a month no contract and oh, that's pretty cool yeah and like, but that's also the most expensive plan they have they also have a 10 dollar one and they have like a 20 oh, shit. 25 Why do you have 30? because it comes with like it's their their express package like if you want to take like certain classes that they teach there you can go and take them stuff like that which i don't even know why i'm paying i feel like i should go down because i don't even go to those classes i've already been going for three months and i haven't gone to a single class yeah you know but they have a sauna which is a fucking badass like that thing kicks your ass though yeah like, yeah like i'm there for like the most i can handle is like 20 minutes that's like the longest i've ever gone how does it kick your ass how do you feel like once when i did the 20 minutes like when i was at like 17 18 minutes like I was getting like delusional. I was like getting like lightheaded. Oh my god! Yeah, is dude. that what it's for? No, 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 no. It's it's for that's what they write. Like, the certain body types can take longer times in the, in the yeah. sauna and stuff like that. They but like uh, in all health recommendations like across the board, like yeah. don't do more than thirty minutes in the sauna. But what it's for? It's for um, it regulates your your blood pressure and it helps uh, relax your muscles. So after a workout, you can go and do that. And it helps like blood flow a lot better because obviously, Bro. when you're working out, like a lot of muscle gets pumped into the whatever yeah. muscle you're oh, using, blood, which, yeah. which is where like the quote unquote pump comes in. Mm -hmm. And when if you don't like, at least for me, I've noticed like there's days where I don't go to the sauna and there's days that I do, mm -hmm. and I can feel like the muscle difference, like the tightness on the muscles is uh, is a lot less severe oh, after the sauna, yeah, because it's a lot more relaxed. Mm -hmm. But there is days where like. I feel like I kick my own ass at the gym, so I go home. I don't even hit the sauna or anything. Mm -hmm. And the next day, like I'm fucking sore like a motherfucker. Oh wow! And I feel it for days, you know. Oh wow! So yeah, like the heaviest days I usually do is like legs and chest. Mm -hmm. So there's times where like I can't even do this with my arm because it contracts my chest. Yeah. And it fucking hurts. Like I was like, dude, like my titties are on fire, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, shit hurts. Yeah, yeah. And there's times where I'm like doing legs and I drop something. Like let's say I'm at the meat room mm -hmm. and I drop like a skewer. Cause I'm making like kebabs or whatever the fuck. Mm. I drop a skewer and I see it on the ground. I'm like, nah, I'm not picking that up, bro. <laughs> like, I, if I squat down, like, it, I'm staying down, bro. Yeah. Because my legs are just so shot. I wish I had my tits on fire. That sounds fun. Actually. Yeah, dude, it is fun. And then when you start lifting heavy, like, you get excited. Like, you mm. feel, you feel, you feel strong. Like when I I start I started doing like 75 dumbbells, right? Yeah, yeah. And when I first started, I was just doing like 25s. Like, yeah, it's as heavy mm. as I can go, and I was like struggling. So now that I do 75s, like, Damn, I just feel, dude. like, I feel strong, you know? And then I see, I, like, at the gym that I go to, the heaviest they do is 120, like, 120-pound mm. dumbbells. And I look at them, like, bro, I can't wait till I can fucking lift that shit. Like, yeah. I'm, like, carrying a person per hand, you know? Damn. And it's, it's ego. It's straight-up <laughs> ego. And, like, you know. Yeah, dude, it's basically, <laughs> like, a, yeah, it's, like, a fucking person yeah, in my yeah, hand, yeah. you know? Wow. And, um, and it's just, it just looks, it just feels so rewarding yeah. that, you know, like, you're, and I, you know, you could say that it's like, oh, like, you're just being like this bullshit, like alpha male, like fucking ego lifter yeah. thing. And like, yes, that's true. But like, I'm also not thinking like afterwards, I'm not thinking like, oh, dude, I'm such a badass because I lifted this weight. It's not just like yeah. I'm proud of myself for lifting something, you know? <sighs> yeah, I know. I think I think a lot of egomaniacs have gotten so prominent on social media that now everyone really hates the idea of things influencing your ego so to say you know or make things egotistical but like people really think 
you could divorce ego from any type of human act and that's fucking also equally absurd you know yeah like it's like how could you not expect working out to have an effect on your ego like it's supposed to there's no way that you can make that into something that it doesn't flex your ego yeah and then also everything that you do flexes your ego to some extent yeah when you become good at something it's fucking stupid like you when you when you recognize like how good you are at certain things yeah like you that is also like involving your ego and but it also just like how is that a bad thing that you like are proud of something that you did you know yeah like when i like for me when it comes to like painting for example there's times where like recently i just did this painting and it's a person's face and i kept on fucking up on the nose and it pissed me off so much. I'm like, bro, I can do noses. Like, I can, I fucking, I've done, like, several faces, like, before. Did you know why you fucked up? And it was just wasn't, like, I just, I don't know. It could be a, 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 a mixture of things. Like, was it, it important? Was, yeah. uh, no, no, it wasn't that. It was, like, um, I, I had already been painting for a good, like, you know, six, hour, six hours or so. It was already maybe, like, five in the morning. I was tired. I was trying to get it done. And I was just kept fucking it up. And it wasn't looking, like, the way I wanted it to look and so i ended up getting a rag and just wiping off all the paint and just like leaving it without a nose <laughs> and i just left it yeah, at that i'm like fuck it this, this painting is done yeah. now like yeah. it's gonna be without a nose and yeah. people are gonna ask me why and i'm gonna be like it's just because i, I didn't want to paint it yeah, yeah so whatever i left it like that I left it like that for like a day almost two days and then one night i fell asleep like super early because uh-huh. i just passed out from 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 exhaustion i fucking fell asleep maybe like at 10 38 woke up at like three in the morning and i'm like oh fuck like what's going on i'm like oh shit i woke up like fuck dude i'm I'm, like i'm not gonna be able to go back to sleep i'm like no maybe if i just try and i kept on tossing and turning got on my phone for a little while ended up being like 4 30 in the morning Mm. and i'm on my phone i'm like okay i'm definitely not going back to sleep so i go up i get up and then i go to my restroom and i'm thinking in my head like what can i do and i was like you know what like i'm gonna fucking tackle that painting again so then I go back to the painting and I read like like the paint where I wiped it off since it was already so thinned out because I wiped off most of the paint like it was already dry so I can draw over it again with a pencil. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed my pencil. I sketched out the nose again um, and I was like, okay, this looks good. So then I started painting, started painting and started painting it. And then I was like, okay, this one detail on the side of the nose where it casts a shadow on the cheek, mm-hmm. causing it to like it makes the the nose like the the bridge of the nose right here um like where your nostrils at mm-hmm. it fade in the, in the photo reference i was using like it fades out so like intensely that it, like if you didn't do it properly on the picture it's gonna look flat it's not gonna look mm. like th- three-dimensional is that how it looked on your painting yeah that oh, was okay. that was the issue it looked flat, it, it looked flat. Yeah. and i was like not getting the colors right and i was like trying to figure out the mixture of colors like fuck man so when i tackled it again literally like i'm doing it and the same thing's happening and it's not coming out right i'm like fuck and then um i don't know what the fuck i did but i thought like you know what i'm gonna use this little area that i'm gonna put like some dark brown here and then i i just swooped in and then i just did like a little curvature on the side of the nose and it fucking like gave the illusion of depth and i was like holy shit like i got it mm-hmm. i was like fuck finally like fuck yeah. yes man get the fuck out like of here. i'm fucking yeah. done with this motherfucker and so then i just like you know worked it so i could just like blend it in a little bit better and then i fixed some parts that i didn't really like but that one part of the nostril that i finally got like it just made me so fucking happy 
And I'm just like, thank the fucking God that I'm fucking done. And I can just finish this painting finally. So then I finished it. I signed it. I wrote in the back of the, the painting. And I'm like, all right, it's done. Like, I'm fucking done with this bitch. It took forever. But I got it. So that's like, even then, like, that in itself is also, like, you know, ego boosting and shit like that. Because I'm, like, proud of myself that I was able to finally, like, achieve yeah. this. I mean... I guess. What do you? You have to question what the f- why are you using the words ego boosting. I guess what I meant to say is like when people when people say it's ego boosting, they almost always mean in a negative manner. Yeah, but what I was trying to say refer to is that like literally anything can be contributed oh, yeah, yeah, as yeah, ego yeah. boosting because okay, you're saying cool. there's people that like yeah, yeah, yeah. try to completely exclude the oh, ego. Oh, I see what you're saying. But I'm like, cool. dude, like that's yeah. impossible because even like the smallest things, for example, oh, me achieving this painting, yeah, is ego boosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah a good example so like it's in everything i feel like have you listened to the shia LaBeouf podcast you know not completely i told you i oh, only yeah. like saw the highlight i haven't oh, seen the highlight yeah oh. there's because there's a there's a two hour long version of it which is like yeah. the full podcast and there's like good. and then like a few months before they even released it they released like the like the 18 minute uh version and it's him specifically talking about um his time when he started doing aa after uh, it was crazy because like yeah to me when we watched honey boy together yeah it gave the example or the illusion at least that like after he did that whole rehab thing like that for the court ordered yes. rehab yeah. he wrote the script and it helped him a lot and he became like a whole lot better yeah yeah, yeah. but it turned out actually that didn't work for him he right. wrote the script and then like he still fell back into like how he was when he got out of the rehab and i'm like oh shit i didn't know that like i didn't know he was like he he kind of like essentially quote-unquote relapsed in his shit yeah and then when he started talking about how aa helped him I was like, wow, that's, like, really interesting because I had this other perception of the route he took. Which, actually, this is the proper way he, as quote-unquote, is fixing himself. Right. I don't know. I was listening to the podcast, and there's just so much stuff, though, in what he's talking Same. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there his is. past problems. And that's why I texted you, too, and I was just in my, in my shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> because of it. But... I don't know, man. I I'm I'm so conflicted with how to how to take his stories uh, and his experience because he'll he'll sell himself one way and then and then at, after that it's just more of like oh no I said this because it made me look or feel good because I said it or whatever whatever and yeah. you're just like man fuck you I'm so tired of being lied to. Well, yeah, that's part of it, but I. I yeah, I guess, but he does it like on a grand scale, you know, because he's because he's a star and there's like Child millions of people listening to him to yeah. see, you know, what he what he has to say, yeah. you know. Um I guess another thing that's like at least for me, like what I get from from him like specifically from him is that he through all his like shit that he went through, like, you know, um it humanized him a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So it made me like, I guess, understanding or compassionate towards him. So like, when he got that, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that happened. That that like they no, saw him in this. He actually talks about that on his cast, and he says that a lot of people, that people have told him that the movie has had a, I guess, a positive impact on their own lives. Yeah. And then that's something that he has to come to terms with and. Well, he, he he has he's accepted like that uh, that response. the The reason why it's conflicting is because the characterization of his dad is not true, is not real. Like he, 
he made it seem in the movie that he was physically abused by his dad and in the podcast he's saying and he admits that he never was he's only spanked by by his dad once um but he's never physically abused by him and he says that his dad was <laughs> like right i guess for for spanking him and it was a spank it wasn't it wasn't like anything uh like in the movie he like slaps the shit out of his son yeah 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 to, to in the movie it was to set a dominance and to show him that he has authority or whatever and put him in line i guess in a certain respect but um it was nothing like that at all Mm -hmm. like in his relationship with his dad and he's he actually said that his dad was actually very loving um and the reason why he he didn't explain in fully exactly why he created the script like that but what he did say is imply that he understood that that type of script was highly marketable or quickly mm. sell. So, like, in other words, he wrote the script while he was going through that, um, what he was going through AA, or, sorry, in, in uh, what's it called? In rehab, yeah. Um, and so he wrote it, but I don't... It's, all, it, it, it's also, like, crazy to see how someone, like, knows, like, these archetypes of characters and these problems that they go through... So much so that you could develop a, a screenplay and then sell it as if it's your own experience when it is not. And yeah. then at the very end, you know, tell people like, oh, you know, I, I lied about my father and I used that to be able to sell it. Um, it's just fucking, it's just horrible, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucked up and it's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, it, I can understand why someone would never want to hear anything genuine from him you yeah. know like why he, why would you like he he didn't sell a lie to one person he sold the lie to millions of people and this lie directly fucked up his own dad you know yeah um i guess it just plays more into like how quote-unquote bad of a person he is you know, at yeah. least like, uh, he was. I'm not sure how. He, well, how that's he exactly what he said. He said he didn't give a shit because he just needed to. Uh, what was it that he said? He he needed to sell. He needed to find a movie. Um, he needed to make money. He needed to act because the only thing he knew was to acting. do was acting. Like that was not just that he knew what to do, but that was like his meaning in life to him. Like if he didn't fucking do that shit, he'd be on a level of depression that he'd be getting close to killing himself in the cast he also almost tried to kill himself too but no not not in the cast in the cast he's talking about he almost tried to kill himself after honey boy yeah um but that's evidence of how he just needed to act and he needed to act so bad that he was willing to throw his fucking dad under the bus in front of millions of people um i don't know the whole point how this connected to me was just how how bad he felt of himself and I'm like moved by his story, but I still have a level of distance that I myself am doing because of the shit, <laughs> the shit that he's done. Yeah, know? I feel like it. Maybe it, it, it's like, okay, this this affected me in a positive way because it gives you a, a, an example of like what you really don't want to be, or yeah. what is that? What it is? Um, no, no, that's an interesting question. Um. No, I think I just absorbed this story so I could see how bad self-loathe can get for someone. And you don't it want that? It hasn't gotten to the point. Yeah, it's not that I believe that I would throw my dad under a bus. I wouldn't lie about my experiences with him. But you can see the extremities that we can go to. 
yeah but I'm just afraid what it would lead me to yeah. you know and like So sometimes when 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 like I'm really in the depressive mood, like I I make myself think like the problems that I'm going through are not real, and then there's just something like you feel like there's worse up out with there. Me. No, no, no. Like I no, like I minimize my issues, but only to make me feel really bad about it. Because you're like you're 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 so worried about these things when it's not even important, or why? Uh, like uh, like I minimize the emotional neglect that I would get, the the lack of participation that he would that he would have in my life, you know. Um, like I minimize all of it, so then I can make myself feel ashamed that I grew an awareness to these things. You know? Like you're ashamed of 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 the effect it had on you. And you're like, it wasn't even that bad, so why am I going through such a I tried to convince myself that it wasn't that bad so that I can feel bad about it. Mm. But I'm just saying that I go through that because that's how crazy my level of self-love is, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe how crafty it is. Yeah. That I, I would say crafty one, more. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I guess almost artistic with the way that I hate myself. I yeah, guess. like you're finding that like... I could just like you're like oh i feel so shitty because of this i was like how about instead of that i'm gonna feel shitty because it wasn't even that bad so i can feel <laughs> yeah, shitty about yeah. that you know like, no matter what it is yeah. the goal is just to feel shitty about yeah myself. yeah you're and just I like could, finding a I new could, poison to like yeah, insert yourself with to find like a different way of doing it yeah that's that's that is really intense man and just crazy but no nah, i don't like using the word crazy but why well because it just made like i feel like crazy just has such a negative stigma attached mm. to it you know like oh you're just being crazy like oh fuck this you know you're just overthinking and all that shit which is like sometimes like maybe the vernacular isn't right because it has such a bad stigma towards it yeah but because i wouldn't say crazy i would just be like i understand like how it can get really gnarly and really intense like that yeah but i feel those words are i guess more softer on yeah, the ears yeah you know? It's the same thing with weird for me. I don't like saying weird, even though I do use it sometimes. Yeah. I don't like saying weird because I think it also carries negative connotation. I think it's just better for me to say. It. All right, so the fucking batteries died, and I had to put in new ones, but we're back. So it ended abruptly, and Cardo's met up with uh, an old friend. Well, not say old friend, but new friend that he hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. Did it change? What? The I sound? feel like I hear the audio a little bit. No, no yeah. Yeah, it's whatever. I mean, it's still working fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, it did get louder. It did, right? Yeah, I think it's because we probably might have moved it, but... I see. We could just change that just real quick. But what were you saying, though? There you go. Um, I was just saying that, like, uh... I forgot, actually, <laughs> to be very honest with you. But... Yours is a little too loud. But I guess we were, uh, we were touching touching on like um, how self-loathe can can get to an extremity like that, like yeah. the, with the whole Shia LaBeouf situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so crazy that it it, it can get like that, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, causing this whole manipulation that he did through that grand movie which was like right. you know it was super emotional for a lot of other yeah, people you know still like liked it, the movie yeah the movie still it was still really good yeah. when we watched it together 
That was fucking insane. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was me, you, and Dude, it was so and different back then. Yeah. yeah. For real? Yeah, oh, I forgot. With, with uh, that one girl, remember? Mm. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. There was one good moment in, uh, in that thing, uh, in the podcast, where he was, he joined this, like, mental health group, I guess I would call it, and, um, it might have been a AA, like a, a specific AA group, but, um, they would do a weekly, like, family meeting through Skype or Zoom or something like that, and for at least two weeks in a row, his parents or his family just didn't show up, he would have no one show up for him on the meeting, and then by the third he was like you know what like i don't i don't want to do this anymore and then the the person that was managing the whole meeting she was like no 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 he's like stay like stay and he's like dude i don't want to put myself through this shit anymore like no one's gonna be here for me um and then when he does the meeting surprisingly his the girl that's his wife now showed up at the meeting and they've been i mean they dated for a long time yeah, like I, um, I know it's like um, yeah, Mia Goth. Mia Goth, yeah, yeah, they yeah, came yeah. out in the movie together like back in like 2015. Yeah, you know, I didn't know they were like you know married. Yeah, yeah. But she appeared for him, and he started crying in the podcast. He started crying. He was talking about it because he's just like, like I don't even deserve this shit, and and she's there for me, you know. Yeah. So I don't. That that was that was a heavy moment, but I I could see that when like people show up. Or were they there for you in a way that uh, I guess you believe you don't deserve it? And it's happened with me and you when you tell me shit and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, like he's right. Um, like in what, what, what aspects? Um, I just want to hear how great of a friend I am. <laughs> uh, when, you, when you tell me I'm a piece of shit, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. That's, that's the part that's where I'm like, fuck, he understands me so yeah. well. Yeah, I was like, this is what he wants to hear, so I'm giving yeah. what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, it's just like how I could go through something and I feel so, I feel so disgusted by w- what I did. And then I tell you about it and then you're like, no, dude, like, you're crazy. Like, you did something that was normal. And you make yourself feel like you're, like for example, like say, say I want to like talk to someone or, I, yeah, I just want to talk or meet up to with someone, and then something how it happens, I just feel so disgusted by it, and then you just show me how it's like normal, yeah, to to go through that, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like so ashamed by it, and I'll describe myself in a way where. I, or I hate it and then you'll you'll just tell me how everyone deserves to go through the thing that I want I guess um, like anything, anything like that you know that that I guess also what I have mm. noticed is that when you go through a certain like you do a certain action and mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very normal commonplace type of action but then your reaction to that action is, yeah, yeah, is very yeah. like you know extreme Right. You know, and I, I, I have seen that in you se- several times where I'm just like, dude, like you're reacting in, in a very like, um, what's the word? Like, uh, like it ju- you're reacting in a very intense and unnecessary way. Yeah. You know, and I don't like, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying that like, 
it, it it's a it's a situation that I understand how you can perceive it that way because of the way you explained it to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying like this is the way it came off though. This is the actual like at least the way I'm seeing it from, right. from your from the point of view you're telling me. Right. Like it's a very normal commonplace situation. Good right. or bad. You know. And then there's even times when the good things have happened and you still react badly towards it. And I'm like, dude, yeah. but that's a good thing, you know, like this this is what happened here. It's Da, 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 da. like this is good for this reason or whatever and then you're like no nah, because of this i'm like no you're i'm sorry but like you know you're you're not thinking straight yeah what was it what was the last time that happened Do you like remember? a good thing that happened yeah like, or like i was feeling bad about it like well, can you talk about it without throwing names or? well yeah there was or this one? Like, yeah like um there's this one girl that you were talking to for a little while and you guys were hanging out and mm-hmm. then when she would wrap your her arms around you Mm. You know, like you didn't like it because it was just like you were confused and you would get upset about it because you're like, well, what does this mean? And so like I'm like, dude, like, it just means that she likes you. <laughs> That's all it means, you know. And you're like, Dad, I don't remember. That but like, either. but then you're like, but but, then, but she told me these other things and yeah. reasons why we shouldn't even like perceive it any further or, ex- or push it any further than what it is, like other than this mm. friendship. Okay. And you're like, these are examples on why we why it wouldn't work if we if we did continue talking mm-hmm. i'm like okay yeah that those things are real and maybe to some extent that this when she told you these things that that's what she had in mind mm-hmm. but emotions change situations change causing them mm. to still like you and maybe even want something that that could happen you know mm-hmm. e- even if it's just like a moment of dating or if it's just like let's say like maybe it just ended up in just sex or something mm-hmm like it's still mm. a good thing but you're perceiving it so badly just because of something that she had mentioned yeah, yeah, previously yeah, yeah. i'm like the reaction you're having to them wrapping your arm around you is a very you know intense reaction mm. that it doesn't actually coincide with the actual a- like action that happened or situation that happened mm. so that was one example like that when you were, you were just like it was on a group chat too and you were kind of like yeah like you were, you were like not exploding but you were like really like upset about it i'm just like dude like chill the fuck out man like this yeah. is a good thing man all right like this is actually yeah. a good thing you shouldn't be confused by it yeah mm-hmm. wow damn dude the soundboard what maybe. else do you have in there you have uh i mean like if you say a funny but joke you- i think it's like no, that's not for me. There you uh-huh. go. Or nice. Nice. And there's this one. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, that's that was my youth. I felt like yeah, people yeah. were laughing at me the whole time. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you're yeah. like having Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I haven't had like the quite the Mia Goth experience. Well, yeah. You, I see yeah. what you're saying yeah. earlier. <laughs> But yeah, I haven't had the Mia Goth experience, like where you're so low, and then someone shows up, and then you have a hard time like accepting accepting it, it and yourself. I haven't had that, but it's probably because I haven't hit like quite the the, the rock bottom really. Um, I, I don't know. Like rock bottoms are, are different for people, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. my rock bottom for me was like specifically with like my drug usage. Mm. Like it was like a gnarly rock bottom for me. Like it was like like crack house type rock bottom you know mm. and i'm just like looking around like oh my god like this is not the person i am yeah and i cleaned up my act after that but um at least as cleaned up as i thought it could be mm. but um yeah like 
maybe rock bottom for you is going to be very different. It could be just a mundane day and you realize like, oh, fuck, like, yeah, this is not good or something, mm. you know. I'm just saying it doesn't like sometimes rock bottoms aren't as cinematic as yeah. some people would perceive. Because like when I hit rock bottom also with relationships, it was after that an intense breakup, mm. you know, and it was literally a super mundane ass fucking day. Like mm. I was at work. I was working and I told like a coworker, which was Iggy, told Iggy what happened. And he was like, fuck, man, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And that was it. It was a small little blip mm-hmm. in my life. But it like was intensely like world crashing to me. Mm. You know, I've had moments where I almost like I take my head out of uh, some cloud or some fog or something. And I'm able to breathe some air and become aware of what the hell I'm going through. And then and then I realize how bad it is what I'm going through. Um, but I don't know if those were rock bottoms. Um, like, I, I, there's, there's been points where my family wants me to be around and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be around anybody. And then I'm like realizing that I'm disappointing or possibly disappointing people because I'm just in a mood where where I feel like I'm just going to disappoint people if I'm around them. Oh, okay. Like yeah. I'm something you're that's gonna, just killing, killing moods. moods yeah. yeah, killing the moods and depressing people and I don't yeah. I don't want them to see what I've become, you know? Yeah, I, I, I feel that, that because I, I that's one of the main reasons why I didn't hang out with you guys for a mm, very long time. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah, you're right. I didn't want to be around people because I'm like, dude, I'm just going to bring it down and it sucks because I know yeah, how friends are. Yeah, you did say are. that, I remember. Yeah, like how, friend, how you guys are, like, they're gonna you're gonna try to like bring Fix. me up you know like make the situation <laughs> better and i'm just like not having it you know so <laughs> yeah. just make it weird you know be like you know? Uh, yeah like wow. especially between I never thought like, of that. yeah between me and you like i know that you would like try to do jokes and i wouldn't laugh or i'd just be like serious still and you'd be like oh, i'm sorry man like that was did that, that happen a lot that happened a lot too yeah. oh wow like where you're kind of like I felt bad because you felt bad that you made a joke in an inappropriate time and then you kind of started like shitting on yourself I guess or like telling yourself bad things in your head maybe and then I'll feel bad I'll be like oh man like no don't do not do that like don't talk. I'm genuinely surprised but yeah there was times where that happened happened a lot at work mainly it did? yeah mainly at work when I would just show up and I wasn't like in a good mood or anything and I would say a joke and it mm-hmm. wouldn't land and, you'd and then I'd make fun of myself or no what? you wouldn't make fun of yourself you'd just be like fuck I'm sorry man like that was stupid. Like, no, nah, no, nah, like, you're, you're, it's Oh, cool. shit. I remember one time, like, yeah. yeah. But it happened a few times. Wow. Damn, dude. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. Like, uh, that's just crazy. like, you know, it, it can't be, it can't be helped. You know, that's how, that's how friends are. Like, you know, mm. you, you try to be there for them or try to make them, you know, in a better mood and it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, that happens often with everyone, like, I feel. Mm. Mm. Damn. I still love that, like, that one time uh, B- uh, Bubby told me, like, the greatest thing ever in, like, the worst timing. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, uh, I've said this several times in the podcast, but I still smile at the at the memory of it. Where mm-hmm. it's just, like, it was, I had just broken up with that girl. I was fucking going through it so badly. Mm-hmm. I'm at work, and I'm just so sad. And Bob, like, hey, man, like, you okay? I'm like, no, man, I'm not. Like, I fucking, I'm sad. I miss this person. I don't know what's going on and all this other shit, you know. And he goes like, hey, man, like, 
six to eight months like you're gonna you're gonna Ooh. be all right you're gonna be good in six to eight months and i look at him i was like that's still well, eight months of this he's like yeah it sucks man <laughs> but you know it would be better over time and i'm just like ah, oh, okay yeah, yeah. You know? and he was right you know like uh like eight months later and i was down doing a lot better damn he had experience he knew yeah man so beautiful damn bobby yeah i love i love that also like maybe also another thing that helped me a lot with my moments is like appreciating like the beauty in a lot of like tragic moments you know Mm. like no matter what happens everything's still like an experience and it's still like a beautiful experience within itself Mm. you know like all that hard time that i went through like i was i went through a hard time for i want to say a good five years man like five years of my life just I don't want to say like oh it's five years of my life down the drain but it's mm-hmm. like five years of like me going through it consistently mm-hmm. you know with failed relationship after failed relationship relapsing like periodically with like my mm-hmm. drinking or drug usage or whatever and then finally like now at least like getting out of it or at least you know doing better and try and still get out of it like it just makes me so appreciative of everything and I'm just like wow dude like I went through all that shit and like I did such a a good job keeping myself together in my opinion in my opinion like you know I, there were some moments that were really scary for for other people yeah like they were worried about me and stuff like that and even my family and that really hurt you know times when like that one time when i remember i went over to kevin Norris' house and you guys were all there and i told you guys like hey last night i tried like taking my own life yeah, yeah. and it would have worked if texas wasn't there yeah, yeah. and I remember we didn't, like, we talked about it that one time. And then, like, two years later, like, a year and a half later, maybe, we're at uh, Dave's birthday party. Yeah. And you just, like, tell me how it affected you. And we, yeah. <laughs> we both started crying. <laughs> Did you the, cry? I cried. I cried my ass off. Yeah, so I dude. couldn't tell you yeah, that dude, you were crying. Yeah, dude, I was crying. crying you were crying. And then <laughs> this yeah. fucking random I was girl. so mad through the tears, dude. Yeah. I was like, you fucking piece of shit. I had to listen to you, like, yeah. say that you want to kill yourself. Whoa. While knowing that I can't tell you shit because that doesn't help, and you know, would wouldn't do shit to you. Yeah, and then like, did you I think mean, how would you affect me? Like, you know, yeah, man, know. it was like a very eye-opening funny. experience, you know, because I'm like, because yeah. I was still very, very uh, oblivious to how my actions made other people feel. Nah, I mean, no, no, calm down. Like that was a little bit selfish of me to, you know, to I guess couch it or put it in that way. In no, respect, no, but, but like, um. I feel like it also helped me a lot to realize that, like, okay, like, my actions affect several people, mm. you know, like, because it's not only you, it's, like, my parents, my nephew and nieces, yeah. my, my brother, my sister, you know? Yeah. It affects them and affects, you know, my job because of the coworkers and, like, you know, people are going to, like, feel for the happening. Because if I actually would have, like, died that night, yeah. you know, if I actually would have gone through with it, mm-hmm. like, I think about it, I'm like, dude, I, I would... Like it makes me wonder, like how would these people take it? Like how would how would you feel? How would Corvinora? Mm-hmm. How would Iggy or or Juan feel and mm-hmm. shit like that? You know, like it's very crazy to like see that it would affect you guys and and because like even to this day, like I had I had a friend that did kill himself. Yeah, and I still like when I talk about it, like it's just like fuck, man, like. That's heavy, bro. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a that's a fucking weight that I carry sometimes. Mm. And, and like I didn't even like know him through and through, you know. Like right. he was just an influential person through a couple years of my life. So I just feel like, oh, I wonder how 
it affect people if I went away, you know? So. I, I would think a lot. I would, I would think a lot about you just being gone all of a sudden. Because of how bad you used to be, I used to think yeah. about it a lot. As you'd be like, all right, like, what the fuck? What am I going to do? Like, how do I talk to people about him? Um, like, how is my life going to change? Like, what am I going to enjoy? What am I not going to enjoy? Shit like that. That's how, that's, that's how, uh, I guess that's how much I was affected. But, like, I don't want to depress the shit out of this, but. No, that's fine. Like, um, a, a, a lot of that similar experience has kept me from pushing myself to the point where I planned suicide, you know? I haven't, but I feel like I've just been pushed to points where I'm just not convinced that caring about other people is really enough to stay around, you know? Yeah. Because I think that's honestly the truth, you know? Like as 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 um and I don't even want to say that that's tragic. It's just the reality of the situation. Like at a certain point you need to like love yourself, you know? At a certain point you need to accept yourself and and um pursue what's best for you in your life. You know, you can't live your life for other people even though like I guess having kids is sort of that um yeah but i have been pushed to the point where i i guess i just no longer hurting my mom you know and my sister and people that i care about you uh would keep me from it you know like i have to which is why i've like tried to or i have like pursued therapy i started working out and i've done therapy like through my whole life as you know but um it's sort of because I've been pushed to the point where I know that I'm not that far, you know? Yeah. Um, that I need to start doing something. I need to start changing something. Um, and I have also looked for other jobs, and I still am. Um, so I guess that's just the counterpoint, the different perspective in it. So it's not, it's not like, you know, like caring for other people, seeing how much you're loved in a community and seeing how much people care and you affect and influence is good too, but that's also, that also can be not enough, you know? And I understand that because I was there, mm-hmm. you know, like I've been there where like, yeah, like I, I, it hurts and it sucks that, you know, you will affect these people, but at the times it's just like, but it doesn't matter because it's at the end of the day, I'm still with dealing with myself, mm-hmm. you know? And I'll try to justify it in ways like it'll be easier with you know, if I was gone and all right. these things. You know, people won't have to worry, and a lot of like the burden will go away. Right. That was one of the justifications, but another one was just like also like just the straight up, like just not caring. Mm. And I was there. Like I, I did not care if it would affect people. Mm. Like I was just I was just waiting for a moment when no one was looking and I could just do it. Mm. No one was looking. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the truth. Like that, I was just no, waiting, yeah. just waiting for that. Mm. And I don't know what it, I don't know. I I honestly don't know what it was that took me out of it. Mm. Like wow, for was, real. Like the one I don't have a specific one thing. There's no pill, bro. No, nothing. 
it was just <laughs> I really want you to say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, man. Sorry. It was just a mixture, man. It was just a mixture mm, of things. things. Mm-hmm. Like starting to work out more intensely, looking forward to certain things, getting mm-hmm. a better job. Um getting to know people that I really wanted to see more of. Mm. You know. Maybe time. Do you think time also helped or I no? I think pretty sure time also did help. Mm. Accepting what, what you what you can and cannot control. Oh, that's a bitch of it. That is, yeah. That that's is a one big of one. the bitches for me. Yeah, for me, it was also a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. But learning to accept what you can and cannot control, what you, what you can and cannot deal with. Yeah. Stoicism is pretty, but not when you have goals for yourself, you know? <laughs> and I sound like a fucking... An ambitious guy, but I'm, I don't think I am. I'm not. But, but yeah, the point of it is, it's hard to like find the limitations of your control when, um, when you want things that you don't have. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can influence things so it can go more in your your direction. Yeah, that sounds like. That sounds yeah. a little like. You that know, sounds bad, but yeah. Yeah, I but I but I mean yeah. like. Like, not manipulate, but just saying, like, yeah, you yeah. could do certain things in order for you to achieve something you may want. Right. That you may not be able to control at the time. Like, like for example, fucking getting a job you want or talking to someone that you find attractive. Right. Like, so those are simple, simple things. But mm-hmm. there are certain things you can do in order for you can get a chance to see if it will happen or not. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't happen. A lot of the times, actually, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But you just need that like one time where it does happen, <laughs> and it makes a, a lot of the world difference. You know? Yeah. You just gotta find your, your my center. Your cent- no, yeah, you gotta find your pocket, man. Like mm. where 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 you get all those access po- access points on what you can control, mm. and you know how to like work on it so it could build into a life that you're going to be happy about right that's what i'm saying like an outlet is great writing for you i think will be great mm. but those are just my opinion yeah i write i write on a journal but um yeah i'll just start i just start dabbling artistically I, in the moments that I did do scripts, I just did it because I felt something so bad. Honestly, I think what it was is uh, is me letting me eviscerate myself through a character. Like, that's the, that's what I think it was. It was, like, me playing out what I wish happened to me. And it was always bad. Um, but I'd just change, you know, the name of the character. The character would be me. And I would let, like, whatever fucked up shit in my head happen to me. And that's why, like, well, the scripts, they'd be, like, extremely negative. Yeah. Extre- not just negative, but they were wild. Like, you know, like, some people would say shit, like, that you normally wouldn't yeah. see them say in the positions that they were in and shit like that. Um, so, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll try, I'll practice, like, a genuine script writing of like uh, an idea that you have and I have done it before I just haven't given myself time I haven't showed you one but I did like a, a, a mini script on Bojack Horseman I didn't know that now but that's yeah, but yeah just a scene um, 
But yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do some stuff like that. You've seen BoJack, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen all of it. Ended in a very dark note. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, but um, I feel like you just need to just what do you take mean? it like take it day take by it day. day by day in the sense, but like not not essentially day by day. You can take it longer than that, but it's it's just a phrase of saying like take the situations that make you feel in in that area like yeah. you know maybe you know i don't know not com- not complacent with like your job or, or mm-hmm. your status in life or what you want to do or what you're aiming for like mm. take those at, at a moment at a moment you know don't mm. don't try to tackle the whole thing as a whole yeah yeah because then you overwhelm yourself i don't know if that makes any sense no yeah i get you just don't want to as, as a I just want the roles to change already so I can feel good about myself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to listen to your fucked up shit and be like, oh, this is why. Da, 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 da. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't even believe that. I just... But yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I just don't want to lose you, man. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to lose you. You're an important person in my life. And I'll fucking... You kill me, so I won't kill myself. No, nah, dude, I'll be destroyed by it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I honestly, I don't want to like go through anything like that ever again. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh damn, I forgot about that. Oh. We just talked about it, and I already forgot. Yeah. Nah, it's okay. But like now, even more so because you're much more prominent and important in my life than that my other friend was. Mm. I know you more than I've ever known anyone else, honestly. Mm. So losing that is just like losing a part of myself. Mm. Wow. I'm not okay with that. Mm. Well, I apologize <laughs> that we've gotten close now. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. no well, I, I appreciate it. I'm trying. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I want you to stay here also, man. Yeah. Like, I don't want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day to the next, and just you're gone. Oof. Yeah. Like it's 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 scary. Like I understand the fear now. You of, do. Of yeah. Like you know having losing s- people. Th- like yeah. Mm. Or like also, like when I was going through my own thing, I I wouldn't see. Like the worry and fear that you guys had over me or right. had with like for me. And now I you know I worry and fear, for you, mm. and. I don't know, like, I, I want to mm. use any resource I have mm. in order to help you, mm. you know? I don't want you to go down that path. Mm. This is like, uh, we were at Dave's house, and I was telling you about how I felt when you told me that you tried to kill yourself. Uh, I remember, like... I was crying. I was telling you about it. And you were like, your first reaction was just shock. Like you had your mouth open. You had your eyes like, ah, like, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I didn't actually say that. But part of what I was saying was sort of like, why, why are you shocked? Why are you surprised? And you said something like, oh, I'm, it's just like, you know, no one's ever told me that. I was like, what the fuck you mean? No one's ever told you that. Like, what? like you have people that care about you. I was like, oh. Also, like, affected by that, but yeah. 
but I thought that was that was funny like to see your face and you're like oh damn I'm sorry whatever whatever yeah it was a very like you know like I said eye opening experience I just never yeah. I never saw the 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 aftermath of that yeah you know because I still don't know how Kevin and Nora were after I told them mm. you know? I mean they yeah they told you not really like oh yeah, well maybe like they're, they're just afraid that they'd affect you, you know? Because I definitely was. Yeah, I, I was definitely to tell you that because I didn't want you to feel ashamed. I didn't want you to make you. F- I didn't want to make you feel any worse than like was. someone that ruins people, you know, or that hurts people, and so on and so forth. Because that's what you would. That was your operation, you know. Like that was, that was your thought pattern. Ah, oh, fuck this! Like I just fucking. I just I made just, it worse. And yeah, fuck. I just affect people negatively all the time. That's all I do. And so that's why I didn't want to give you ammo for that shit. It was a leap, honestly. It was a leap. Yeah. Because I could totally see how that could have gone wrong. Uh, Thankfully, it didn't. Yeah, somehow. Somehow it worked. Do you have anything else you want to say? If you fucking need me to spend the night, I will, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Wow, thanks. If you ever need anything, man, like for sure. All right. Like, it's funny enough, I was actually gonna, like, I don't know why, but I had, like, I used to be really impulsive when we first became friends. Yeah. And I've always known you to be impulsive. Yeah. And I was feeling like that today again. I was, I wanted to, like, pick you up, and I were like, all right, bro, we're driving to San Antonio. I'm like, we're going now. And I, I was gonna do it, but now I was just like, nah, because then he's gonna be like, no, I have other shit to do and stuff like that. And I oh. also like thinking about the whole drive back. I'm like, it's gonna be a bitch. But okay, yeah. Don't use the word impulsive. Impulsive means like, like you can't. Sorry, I don't mean anything big about this. It's because I you meant more spontaneous, I guess. Yeah, yeah spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. Impulsive is more. I I think maybe has like a second definition of like you not controlling yourself or something like that. But that that's, to an extent, that's a connotation also, yeah. of it. Yeah. Huh? I wouldn't say you're that impulsive. I say more spontaneous. But But there was moments where I had been impulsive in the past. Yeah, yeah, sure. I appreciate that, though. I do miss when we went to San Antonio, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, man. That would have been fun. Got on scooters and art show. Yeah, definitely. The coffee festival. Yeah, we went to the coffee festival. We We should go again to the coffee festival. But if not, just... Just go. Yeah, just go. Drive around. Get on some scooters, eat a burger, eat something, go to some event. Yeah. That'd Act like we're partners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should yeah. do it. Yeah. But yeah. Well, all right. Do you have anything else to want to add? Mm. Um, nah, not really. All right. Take it too long. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you guys need help, honestly, don't be a fucking afraid to like talk to someone, talk to your friends, talk to me, bro. I'm available. Like, message me on Instagram. Um, follow Carlos on Instagram at C Edizati Five. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember that shit. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Bye. I love you. <laughs>